Oh, is that Domingos or just Quavo? That's Domingos, Crown the Kings from Culture 2. RIP, my nigga, take off. RIP, take off. Hey, I want to say, I was watching, what's that show called? Hard Knocks, the new one with the Jets. And they had a song from Quavo in there. And I must say, that thing was Garbaggio. You were not, nigga. That song, song sounds like one of the generic rappers. You know how they be having just generic people making songs? For shows, and they'd be like, "But what the hell is this? I don't know how I know it was Quavo. That song was not good, though. Well, I stopped fucking with Quavo because he got too much in that lane of making music for the motherfucking commercials and shit. That's that's exactly what his music be sounding like, for real. Just repetitive, uh, repetitive uh, statements for the for the uh, for the chorus. All I do is win. All I do is win. That's all it. That's like, he'll make a chorus just like that. It's crazy we talking about him too because you just dropped the album. I ain't listened to it. My daughter just dropped that shit in dedication to take off. So I was supposed to listen. I just ain't get around to it yet. It just dropped either dropped last week or this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm check it out because I still rock with that boy. But at the end of the day, some of his songs just be too generic. How it's looking, you know, it was at first Quavo was the Beyonce, but since Offset got with Cardi B. Look like Offset might low key be the shining star in front of the group, even though it kind of because Takeoff is now dead, so both them niggas can just. So that's just, I think Quavo's still the star. I think just skill wise, Offset better than them. Right now, who you think got more star power? Mm-hmm. It might still be Quavo because he got all them partnerships with the NBA and all them uh, sports places. I don't know, man. It's just that Cardi B relation with Cart with uh, Offset. That shit is. No, it definitely, it definitely got him up though. Like, I feel like it's not like a clear cutaway pick who you could choose who who most famous, who more famous. Like it's a toss up. But it's the third week of August and. 2023, which means it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. My question for this pod was going to be: What was the moment when you knew, yeah, this shit is a hype? Like this, this, this a real shit right here, boy. When you felt when the first moment you realized hip hop was some real nigga shit. Party up by DMX. <laughs> I knew that shit word for word as a little one, according to my mom. I don't know, cause like, I feel like that's all I knew my whole life. Like, exactly, but what's your first memory of like, goddamn? My first memory of me actually really liking a song was damn the crazy part. I can't remember the name of the song, but I know it's on. Uh, I know it's on Hello. "Ready to Die." Hello. I think. Hello. Ghani, you are cutting me off. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good. Hello. What's up? Go in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm glad she came because I was gonna say the wrong thing. It's not. It's not on Ready to Die. It's on uh, Life After Death. I think that's that's the one. That's his posthumous thing, right? No, yeah, 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 yeah. They dropped right after. He it was died. the one. It's a, he got a song on there with uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, he got a song on there with Cash Money. 
And that's that's like I was like, oh, what this is right here, boy? It's either that or or uh, Wu Tang Hollow. Are you thinking about Born Again? Ain't no song Cash Money on Life After Death. Yeah, I get, I get Born Again. I guess it came out like ninety nine or something like that. It's like a picture. Yeah, of yeah, a yeah that's Born Again. Cover, I, think. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the album. Is he that or Hollow Bones about uh, Wu Tang? Them the two songs I knew, like I was hooked to when I was a jit. My earliest hip hop memories is Hey, 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 Smoke Weed Every Day by Nate Dogg on the next episode. And then uh, Ring Ding Dong, Ring a Ding 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 Dong. That, uh, Keep Their Heads Ringing by Dr. Dre. That was on the Friday. Was, Not really I used to always ask my dad to play that shit. Y'all really some West Coast people in the East. Well, I guess it's the Midwest. It is the Midwest. It's that Midwest, man. It's halfway there. What was y'all's first album that y'all remember being flamed? Would it be that Born Again for you, Kyle? It, it, it might have to be that, yeah. That's the that's the one. Either that or J, uh, JT Money album. Nah. It's, it's either that or JT Money. Yeah. That's the one I got in trouble for taking to school. I was in the second grade. I had that JT Money in my in my CD player. My music teacher was like, boy, what the hell did you do listening to that? Immediately snitched on me. It's either that or it was like a fifty. It was a fifty cent mixtape, but I can't remember what the name of it was. I, I know was it was my album. first is Get Rich or Die Trying, boy. Well, my first would probably technically be Chronic two thousand one because, like I said, that the next episode, and I'm sure there's other songs on there too that I love. But that Get Rich or Die Trying, I got vivid memories of my dad driving me around to that shit, boy. I want to say that nigga bought our GameCube around that time because I remember, nigga, it was a trip to Toys R Us. Nigga was playing that shit. I remember, boy. This girl, this girl in my class, she stole it. She stole this CD from her brother. It was a fifty cent mixtape, and she gave it to me. So I was just listening to that. I don't know. I can't find out. Trying to take to a gremlin. I know it was a mixtape. I know it had to be a mixtape because I have never heard not one of them songs on the radio. Man, I think the she first album you, she got you the the leaks early before you even knew. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Hold on. I think I, I just I think I just found I found one of the songs. So maybe it was an album. It might be Massacre. Yeah, the Ooh, Massacre. Tell me about Fifty Cent. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was probably my first. That was the first album my mom just like bought for me, like asking for. It. And then prior Ooh, to that, it was the Massacre. Like, low key good. That shit had candy shop on it, and it hated or love it. It got it got what you call it, uh, just a little bit. That might be my favorite song for Fifty Cent, next to Window Shopper. I remember I was I was uh I was on the computer in in my living room when I was when I was a jit, and my old boy he was in the kitchen, and I ain't know, and I'm just over there rapping that song word for word. All I really need is a little bit, a little bit of this. I'm, I'm thinking the ad libs. I'm thinking everything. That boy just back there dying laughing. Man. I turn around. I'm so scared. <gasps> <laughs> that beat is flame too, boy. I ain't heard that shit in. I, I ain't heard that shit in at least five years. Man, I don't play it like that. You know they all if they play anything from Fifty Cent, it's gonna go right back to the uh, what you call it, get rich or die trying. Wow, so it's crazy that second album never get as much love. Mm. 
Shit, this episode 112. I'm supposed to be playing some 112 right now. Let me get to that Ready to Die. I mean, that uh, Life After Death was a song on there by 112 I was going to play. Now come and roll with me. Yeah, you wanna oh, look like I don't got nothing in my library. Yeah, room 112. This episode 112, man. I would say this episode is for the ladies, but really, last episode was for the ladies. Every episode is really for the ladies, man. It's for everybody. We out here. We finally got a topic list for the first time in 30 episodes, so it might be cohesive today. We got Big Fo in the building, T. Diddy in the building, O.C. in the building, Ghani in the building, eating carrots as we speak. She ain't pooped yet today, so things might get very explosive. We will see. (laughs) Oh, this is Tory Lanez featuring 112. Free that boy, Tory. They gave that nigga 10. Speaking of Tory, tangibly related, we got to start off with that boy, man. Who? The boy Meek, man. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, so oh, my nigga my Meek Mill <laughs> and some news that kind of flew under the radar because, you know, anytime they're addressing them folk, they don't really want niggas to talk about it. So it kind of flew under the radar. But we the one Mike Pod, so we want to make sure the people know about it, man. My nigga Meek Mill proposed something. He he has since deleted the post. I'm pretty sure some of his millionaire friends got in his ear. But he posted this on his Instagram. And this was the caption. He basically posted a picture that said, fuck these labels. They operate without consequences in the biggest scheme to date. And then in the caption, he said, it's almost to a point where we're going to aim artists in their entourage toward the ones taking out money and leading us to bad business decisions. Fuck these labels, they operate without consequences in the biggest scheme to date. Lawyers working with corporations, mentally checkling, <laughs> mentally challenging young kids with business they can't understand taking all the benefits. If you letting labels take your money, how you beefing with niggas in the hood over nothing? And yes, I own 100% of my masters and pub as we speak. We catch y'all stealing in the, we in the streets with it. Fuck it. I've been having my life on the line in the street. If you want to make life about something, let's stand on something worth it. If you've been taken advantage of by people that you would really make cry, tap in. This got to stop. I'll die for this or go to jail, but take from me. She, LOL. This for all culture vultures eating off black murder and poverty without giving back and taking advantage. Till my last breath. So basically insinuating that he's going to start taking it to the streets with these white folk that's fucking over the niggas in the music contracts basically saying all y'all niggas come from the street and killed for shit way less than millions of dollars while y'all letting these white folk get away with fucking y'all instead of taking it to the street like y'all would with some black niggas hey Which, man that nigga said I'm gonna put my life at risk to make a big statement I'm like what what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that I'm gonna put my life at risk boy I ain't gonna lie this is something I don't think he should have broadcast not 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 basically the message but like if you are going to do something crazy nah them boys gonna be prepared they're gonna stop you right at the door this is why i say the nigga is retarded bro because why would you even put this why are you posting on social media about this but then again it's some shit like you want to make it public like this is some shit you kind of do want the public to know that you on so that way 
when they because obviously they're going to try to start slandering that boy from this. So like when the slander campaign get underway, we can look back at this and be like, oh, this nigga did say he was going to start doing this. That's yeah. why now it's all these negative headlines about Meek Mill. Because I mean, it's it's pretty much inevitable in my opinion. Like as soon as you say some shit about them folks, they're going to find like that you're going to be in them headlines for a negative reason within a couple months. So. Meek Mill is back popping drugs again, popping pills again. They're going to come up with something. They're going to drug my boy. They're going to have Nicki Minaj dissing on her album. Uh-huh. Drake going to stop being his friend again. Nah, my dog Drake just brought him out at the concert. Yeah, what y'all think about that? That was like two weeks ago, one. Yeah, it was the anniversary of Back to Back. It was the seven-year anniversary or eight-year anniversary. What's this? 2023 is the eight-year anniversary of Back to Back. He brought Meek Mill out at Philly. Say he happy that they was able to be two grown men about the situation. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good thing because that beef was kind of like lame. Yeah, like over some ghost rain shit. Like, come on, man. Nothing street about it. And just eat. Just the media got that, that's real crazy. That might be the craziest beef of all time. Not even off of the why they was beefing. Just how how much everybody was talking about it. Like, Meek took a nail. Meek took a nail. That's, that's all you saw on whatever platform you was looking at. NBC, CNN, ESPN, off top more like it. He lost like me. Like they they'll just say anything just to bring his name up. Like yeah. oh boy, lame the hell. Cause man, they had to get him up out of here. They pushed the button on him in the negative way. Yeah, he pushed it on himself. Always but talking. Some of that is just you know them boys trying to be culturally relevant. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Cause I ain't gonna lie, like when it comes to disc records, back to back is not a top five disc record. Not because it's not good, but like dissing wise, I feel like it's not like you feel me. Like he ain't saying nothing too crazy. I think know, it's just very normal. It's just a good song. Like it's a good yeah. song. It's not a good diss song or a great diss song. I would say it's a great regular song. What's the what is a like a a diss record that's like the diss in it is real cutthroat and the song itself is good. Oh. Uh, um, take those. I was gonna say cannabis. Uh, second round knockout. Boy, big enough cannabis. That's his. That's legit. His only song that he got. That's good. Legit. The only the song. Song with uh, LL Cool J. No, that don't even count because that song only good because everybody else is on that song. That's like a seven man song. LL Cool J on the DMX on the Method Man on the. Who else on that? It's like five of them on that song. It ain't just like if it was just him, you know, and it actually had a chorus in the song or something, maybe yeah. All right, sticking on the topic of hip hop fifty, who would y'all say somebody in hip hop that get too much love? Like do you feel like they overrated to the masses? Mm. ASAP Rocky. Oh, I don't that's a that's a hot take right there. I don't think he as good as People make him sing. He never really was like the that good. I don't know what it, what it is. I feel like he I just think. never capitalized on his potential. That's what it is, Cal. I, I feel, feel like, like he, he just got the, he got the it factor, but outside of that, he don't be like saying he this, Cal. I feel like he this generation's Joel Santana. If but he, he got, but he way bigger than what Joel's was. Yeah, he got. I feel like he got more commercial success than Joel Santana. But it's like everybody knew he was the one, and it just never fully materialized. 
I but feel like he, he kind of was the one at once upon a time. I mean, he was not Drake, but outside of Drake, it was like him. I feel like when, when? him knew. When was this, Kyle? When was in high school? Give me a specific time period. Um, when did that when the, when the, the album I like a lot? Damn, what's his, when his second album came out? What year was that? His second album? Or you talking about at long last ASAP? No, that's the, ain't that the first one? No, the first one is Live Love ASAP. Okay, then, whatever the second one that had the song with Kanye West on though. What song with Kanye West? Uh, uh, uh. The I'm a man joint? of my word. Yeah, jukebox joint. That's 2015. So, yeah, around that time, he was big. It wasn't him then Drake, though, nigga. No, no, I said Drake first. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, it wasn't Drake then him. That nigga was never It was like Drake. Right it was there. like Drake. You know, the, you know who the big three is. It was the big three. And then on the next tier, it was like A$AP Rocky them level people. Yeah, okay, okay. I say that. I say that. I ain't give him that. But that was his peak. Nobody expected him to peak there. But mine, shit. Rapper wise, he's not good. I'm going to say something low key blasphemous. My boy going to say Pitbull. Nah, <laughs> I was going to say the, the Wu Tang. You saying Wu Tang overrated? <laughs> I, I would not disagree with you. I would not. Quality of music wise, not influence wise. Obviously, the influence is undeniable. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly, boy. I told y'all, RZA, RZA, I ain't gonna lie. RZA not good. He not, he not. I know this subjective, but that boy Beats was uh, not hit. Not hitting, not at all. He got like two that I was like, hold on. Like, Cream, Cream, obviously one of the best beats ever. I ain't even gonna lie. I can't flodge by that Cream too nice. Uh, Outside of Cream, ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, another beat he made that's good. I guess uh, what's Method Man song? Bring the pain. That's two. Uh, I can't think of nothing else. No other good RZA beat. RZA didn't did some shit, boy. He sleep. Them beats, them beats is not good, but I promise to God. Bro, I don't even really know too many Wu Tang songs outside of Cream. Like I'm sure I've heard more, but I ain't really familiar with their work. So Pre- protect your neck, a decent beat too. So that's three. That's a solid beat. But them beats is uh, I guess it's the era too. But them, them like even melody wise, like them beats was not good, especially when he started figuring out he could he could play the instruments, he could sample the instruments and then play them in the keyboard. Boy, that boy music became ten times worse. It's all facts. Even people in the group were saying that his music wasn't one hitting, his beats weren't hitting. What's his name? What's my boy's name? Uh, you got he was like he was like after the first he was like after the first group Wu Tang uh problem I said problem project them boys beat some garbage. Nah, I I agree with you Wu Tang them boys is uh you know them boys ain't it really, but they got they can rap they can rap they can rap can't lie. Met the man Karat Raekwon got it. Ghostface Killer. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a it's a hard, it's, it's a hard note for me personally. Ghostface Killer, because like, I don't know, it's, it's, that style is not for me. Uh, what's the boy name? Inspector Deck. That boy, his whatever he, whenever he guests on the verse, he like guest verse. That boy solid. Uh, yeah, the rest of them, I don't know. Capadonna, he was decent. 
I don't know the rest of them was. Damn, I was trying to pull up this video ESTG, but it keeps saying video has no sound. When I know for a fact, I walked plenty of times. You talking about when he walked out of the interview? Yeah. Oh my goodness, bruh. I've seen somebody put that on their story, but I like they interpreted it a little different than I guess how most people interpret it. They was basically saying like he might have felt like like you know how you kind of like you miss like you miss playing football or something. So then like niggas bring it up and it like you might have, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like a bittersweet feeling. So they was they was trying to say that's the reason he could have walked out, but I do not think that was the case. But I think it was really just that shit ain't that shit ain't uh vibe with the narrative you're trying to push. Yeah, that shit was ultra, ultra weird to me because it's like you're acting like this nigga actually you some disrespectful shit. He's saying some shit that is easily able to find. Like it ain't like it's, it's anything that he dug up on you or because at first he asked him about the football shit, then he asked him about basically yo god he putting him on. And it's like Nigga, if you can't speak about that, then what the fuck is you doing? In it? Like, what do you even want to talk about in your interview if if you don't want to answer these kind of questions? Like, you just yeah. want to talk about your the song that just came out or some shit, nigga? Like, you don't even want to get into the background of your career at all? How do you expect people to start empathizing with you and shit like that? But My hey. boy said he don't want no empathy, man. <laughs> Apparently, based on the comments, I don't know how true it was, but they were trying to say he was already, like, late to the interview. So he showed that's up, what like, that's what he said afterwards. Uh, Kev, uh, what's his name? Cosmic Kev. He was like, he was like, that's the first time somebody walked out our interview. I guess who came too? I was late. Oh, okay. So he said that. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. What, what, what do y'all think the reason for it was? No, he just ain't rocking with them boys. They probably yeah. did something in the past. They probably said something about him in the past. I'm about to say, you think it's just because it was that platform specifically? He wanted to divulge that information on a white platform. It's all that, man. I think he, if anything, he might just be having a bad day and just took it out on them niggas for no reason. Uh, I think or, that's what he... or the football talk discredits his gangster dumb. But the thing is about the football, it's hella articles. Yeah, Ben, no, I'm just talking. No, 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 I'm not trying to, I'm not refuting what you said. I'm just saying in general, like, for him to get mad about it again, it's like, dog, they done talked about this shit 20 times. And your ass played Division One football and was an NFL prospect. You expect niggas to just sweep that under the rug? Like, come on, man. So. Yeah, my dog, serving fentanyl now. That shit don't mean nothing. Yeah. I think I, I think I think what that's what making him mad too. I feel like Cosmic Cav ain't really watched none of the, the highlights or nothing like that. He like yeah, he like I love football. And he gonna say you play you play linebacker, right? Clearly, you know that man played linebacker if you watch his highlights for real. I think he just <laughs> randomly heard that you know he played football, probably seen pictures, and that was it. Yeah, I feel like he was peeping the lie right then and there. And that was a crazy thing, bro. The craziest stat. Of all the football shit, that nigga ESTG was the number one linebacker in Kentucky coming out of high school. Damn, that's crazy. So it's like, now I'm not saying you can't play ball and also be in the streets because it's we it's niggas that done that who have done that. You know what I'm saying? Facts, but it's like, damn nigga, you was a number one recruit. I don't know, bro. I, I mean, if you had the time, hey, no power to you. <laughs> I don't I don't see how you was juggling all that extracurricular. 
Like it's it's not even the fact they be claiming that they in the streets. It be the fact they be claiming they drug lords. Like they is the 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 top dogs. Right. Right, bodies at all, boy. Like they not they they never just claim the grunt work. Like why you can't just be a grunt like and still play football? That's normal. That's normal because you ain't gotta put that much effort into it. Facts. I don't know. Drug loaded up, man. But but see, obviously it worked for him. So shit. Shout out to that boy. Yes, too. Even though he said he loved somebody like that was his daddy. Shout out to that boy. You love what? That boy said, he said, I think he said, like, somebody tried him, like, one of his homeboys tried him or something, and in the song, he said, I loved you like you was my daddy. That's the word <laughs> he said. Nah, we, this was a point of contention a while back. Kyle said it was kind of sus. I I don't think it was that. But now, if he talking to a nigga his same age, it, that could be a little weird. Now, if it's an old, like, one of his older, you know what I'm saying? On the older homies, then maybe it's like, you know, he probably looked up to him type shit. But if I tell one of y'all, man, I look y'all like my daddy. Okay, that's yeah, that's a little alarming. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like that y'all. Like daddy bug. Let's get bread together quickly. Pause <laughs> gotta be immediately after. <laughs> that should have been the ad lip. Pause. <laughs> But while we on the topic of football, once again, another week of the preseason. Any impressions? My Steelers, the boys is doing their dollar, man. Say, latest news on the Eagles front, legendary college linebacker slash running back Miles Jack decided to retire. The Eagles had signed him a couple weeks ago. It probably looked like he was going to get cut. Miles Jack said, fuck it, after seven years in the NFL, decided to call it a career. Why y'all cut that boy? Why y'all why y'all was gonna cut him? I mean, cause we got we got my nigga Zach Cunningham. We got a couple other people that's just they better than him out there. That nigga ain't doing what he need to do. Yeah, a couple people is not if it's only two players that's better than him. I think he, <laughs> he should make the roster. But I guess he Lamar. He might be like if he ain't starting, he don't want to play. Even when he when he played with us last year, he ain't really played bad. Well, and you know he got a knee injury, so it's like he got degenerative knee issues. Mm. So his knees probably just like nigga, you ain't even about to start, and you still out here hurting like this, boy. I was hella surprised. I was hella surprised when we cut him. I was like, he was the best linebacker we had. But I guess the new people they they've been balling, they've been doing their thing. I ain't gonna flaunt. That way, Quan Alexander done came over, so he all little about to call him a scat back linebacker. He all little, you know. Fast linebacker. But, boy, we caught three picks uh, in our preseason game, boy. I ain't never been more hyped. <laughs> we got, like, three strip sacks in there. Oh, my, y'all boys balling out, man. First, I think I like one of the first plays of the, of the, of the game. Our second running back, not Najee Harris. We got – Najee Harris was splitting time last year with an un, with a, with a un, uh, undrafted free agent. We had last year the name of Jalen Warren. That boy, yeah. first time he touched the ball, 62 yeah. yards. Touch mm. Say, hold on, boy. I'm, I'm liking what I'm saying, man. Kenny, Kenny, next drive. I think we caught a pick. We caught a pick very next drive. So then uh, Kenny on his next drive, what he do? 25-yard touchdown. I said, God damn it, boy. 
I'm loving this, man. I love it. Touchdown run? No, he he threw it. He threw, he threw a dot too, right across the middle. That boy Muth. I was like, yes, sir. Let's go, man. Let's go. Preseason, we'll see. We'll see. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I ain't getting too hyped. But them boys, them boys looking dominant. Not dominant. He looking. I would say they looking confident. That's and that's what I want to see. Because last year, you know, he was he was like in the battle. So you know, he didn't know whether he was trying to win the battle. Now he definitively won the battle. So now he he's showing he really the man like that. I said, hold on, but I'm rocking with y'all boys. I'm rocking with them boys. I seen uh Bryce. That boy ain't do nothing. You Bryce and what's the other boy name? Yeah, Strauss. They said Strauss been struggling. Hell yeah, that boy. That boy threw the worst pick I have ever seen, boy. He threw a <laughs> couple. I was supposed assault. to be picked, but got dropped. It was not a receiver nowhere close to him when he well where where he threw the ball up. Them boys. Oh, yeah, the reason I had to push the pod back a little bit, you know, my brother I got the man twenty four. He want me to come play. You know, I we just did Bears there. versus Texans. I had to get the dub real quick, man. You know, 28-21. Now I push the pod back. You push the pod back to play, man, bro. <laughs> Chris, man. I had to see what was up oh with it, man. So God, the, the newest edition. The newest, newest rendition. My boy TJ out here. Canceled his business trips. I wasn't no business. Wasn't no business trip. I just went home early. I was chilling with somebody, but then I headed back early to get back to the crib. I'm like, as soon as I get home, I see that. I'm like, no. Um, you know, I got my boy out the sack. Chris, <laughs> was a dirty dog. My dog should have executed earlier, man. Nah, I already executed. Listen, we ain't gonna speak to nothing <laughs> personal business, but you know, we was chilling. I went home a little early. I could have stayed a little longer. That's all. I don't want to be laid up. I understand. I understand. Um, it's a cold game. All right. So, but what are you rocking college with football tonight? start next week. Also, I had to go play the Madden because I don't think I'm a fire system to the college football come out. So, I had to just make sure that Madden still wasn't worth me getting, which it wasn't. Nigga, on the second drive of the game, I had a screen wide open overthrow. This nigga fuck off. But the I pressure. see I overcame that to win. The pressure, man. I think college football start next week or the week after. I'm trying to get some tickets to the ASU Colorado State game. Colorado game. Ooh, that shit gonna be jumping, boy. Was that the first week? No, no, no. They play CCU the first week. Oh, you said that shit is October, ain't it? It's around your birthday? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. You get some tick, grab some tickets for that, man. Nigga, don't let Colorado fuck around beat TCU week one. What gonna happen? Them boys gonna be rolling. Hey, I don't root for none of them boys. I don't care. It's Dion, man. I want to go. I want to see Prime. That's the only reason I want to go. I don't care about them, but. So they got. Is your door starting for them? That's what it's looking like. You talking about the quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh-huh. think that's yeah. I think he's starting. Shador, what you what you thought? But that boy brought him for a reason. You know, like Dion, I fought with Dion, but I would say my main knock against him is kind of like the, the way favoritism. he used, yeah, the nepotism, like or favoritism. Like it's not like I I get that he want to put his kids in a good position, but it's like if you if you doing it to the extent of like 
you making the 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 shit unethical, then it's like I have a problem. But from what I can see, it ain't like it's nobody getting fucked over at the places that they at. You know what I'm saying? Because he trying to make his kids, but his kids good. But like, like let's say they had like the next like Joe Burrow or something on Colorado roster, but it's like they benching him just to let Shador play. That would be bogus. But I don't think that's the case though. It was just it's just like outside eleven last year, man. Like I said yeah. before on the pod, all them niggas need to go. Nah, true enough, true enough. But I think I think the way he went about it was just kind of like done in slightly poor taste. Like when it's like, damn, you telling you telling the new team like Shadur finna be your quarterback. This nigga still got another college game left. His old school types, you know what I'm saying? Like the way he went about it, just I ain't fuck with. But I think Shador gonna do well, and I feel like Colorado, considering what their record was last year. They they only way for them is up. They gonna win at least. I think they can go bowl eligible this year. But the at, boy. The, at the very least, they'll win like four games at the very least. But I think they'll make a bowl game for sure. I'm gonna say this. This is the the only thing I would say is unethical about the situation was. I think they said everybody had to earn their jersey number, and pra- like in practice, none of them. They all had blank jerseys, but Shadur yeah. already had his number. All right, so. And something that's tangibly related to this, y'all know all the conference realignment shit. Yeah. Prior to all this happening, like think back to our younger years. What was what did, what would y'all say was the perception of the Big Twelve? Because Colorado was moving from the Pac twelve to the Big Twelve. We know the Pac twelve is pretty much disbanded now, and Colorado is going to be in the Big Twelve. But with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big Twelve, what would y'all say is the perception of the Big Twelve right now with Texas and Oklahoma still? Big Twelve just overall. I feel like it was from my remember my memory is all it was like a lot of offense, no defense. Exactly. It's the only thing I really think about. Straight shootouts, games 50 50 to 40. Every game was 50 points to 40 points. Even 60 sometimes. No more shoot it out, no DB actions. How would y'all say they stacked up nationally? Um I feel like it's like a respectable conference. I feel like over over the years, I feel like when we was younger, it just seemed like the SEC was just like light years above everybody. But I feel like now the way recruiting has shifted, I feel like the talent is kind of like evened out. So it's like the SEC ain't like the shorthand to win the chip every year, even though they still like the favorite. Like you can still find national like level talent in like Big Ten, Big 12. So I feel like now they like, they they a little more competitive, I would say, in recent years compared to when we was younger. I feel they're, like their conference wise, they was like the fourth or the fifth best conference out of all the conferences. Because uh, I already I put what what y'all in Crystal? What the Big Ten? Oh, yeah. yeah, Big Ten. So big Big Ten, SEC. Uh, what's the other one? ACC, and then I will put them. So that's what four. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like they was low key split with the Pac twelve. So, that's so the, the reason I brought that up is because we got into the debate multiple times on this pod about just the competitiveness of the SEC compared to the Big Ten. Um, when I was watching the Johnny Manziel documentary, something that stood out to me, they pointed out that Johnny Manziel's year, his first year, was Texas A and M's first year in the SEC. Coming from the Big 12. And that nigga was tearing them defenses up, nigga. And y'all be on the SEC's dick. But that's and only niggas came from the Big 12 and was wreaking havoc on them fuck boys. 
but Johnny, but that's Johnny. I think I think that's more so Johnny Manziel versus like the whole Big Twelve, if that makes sense. I feel like Manziel would have did that shit in any system that allowed him to just let loose. But I ain't gonna lie, that was that. It's good you brought that up, Chris, because I low key lost sight of that before watching that uh, the Manziel documentary on Netflix. Because I remember Andrew making a switch, and it was like, damn. Yeah, but and I never put those two together, TJ. That's crazy. Yeah. Because AM was never a powerhouse in the Big Toy. They was kind of like, all right. The only nigga that I remember from AM was Tannehill. Other than that, they ain't really like, you know, they wasn't really a known team. And, and Tannehill came, came after Johnny, didn't he? No, he came before. I think it was before, yeah. He came but What? Tannehill was before Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, Tannehill kind of old. Bro, no. I don't I feel like Tannehill was drafted like 2014. 20... He was drafted in 20. I thought we were still in high school. Yeah, I'm about to say Tannehill definitely was playing for the Dolphins in high school. I remember that. Then name. What, what's that? Johnny is the next year? <laughs> I'm trying to think. John... That would have to make him the next year. Hold on. I, I, I vividly remember everybody saying Tannehill was sorry. For years, so Manziel got drafted, yeah, drafted he... in the first round. That nigga, his career at Texas A&M, five thousand yards, forty-two touchdowns, twenty-one interceptions. How many seasons he was he started at quarterback? One. It looked like he just started his last year. His last year, he threw twenty-nine touchdowns, fifteen picks. And the year before that, he played seven games, threw thirteen touchdowns, six picks. But they said he switched to like tight end or something at one point, and then like I think yeah, he was a receiver. Receiver, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Onto his other stuff. And did y'all watch the Johnny Manziel shit on Netflix? I just I did. watched like ten minutes before the podcast started. Yeah, I was able to watch it. So yeah, my biggest thing on it was the fact that he wasn't rich. But that was that was a big part of his whole story was that. The reason why he was able to keep playing instead of getting suspended was because they couldn't prove that he was getting money from doing shit that was against the rules because his family already had oil money. It turned out that was a lie that his agent had made up just to kind of cover for it all. The nigga was getting 30 bands. Basically, if they wanted to, they could have got $30,000 per weekend, but it was just every... I forget how often they said it was. It was just nigga would go to a hotel room, sign a bunch of shit, then in the safe in the hotel room, it would be $30,000 cash. Then nigga would do that, then go back to Texas A&M on Tuesday. Nigga, do that shit Friday, party the whole weekend, go back to Texas A&M on Tuesday, and That's repeat the process. To be able to just sign some memorabilia and get 30 bands. Bruh, it's really crazy. That was their first year in the SEC. Like, that nigga really probably made them billions of dollars, bruh. They said they Hell renovated yeah. the stadium after that year and everything, bro. Hell yeah, boy. Johnny football, that was the greatest thing in college. And bro. they first year in the SEC, so they get a different level of exposure, yeah. bro. That's crazy. I never even put that together. That's probably why he won the Heisman in the first place. Them boost, them don't them donors was probably pushing that shit, boy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him, get him out there. I remember his stats was crazy though, that first year. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And he was the first freshman, bro. Yeah, he was. Damn. He was supposed to be that boy. Was supposed to be godly in the league, at least. I he think was the, in it was more so the ego thing that the ego thing fucked him up his second year out of like in college, and then 
man. She just all fell apart. That boy, he was just too big of a celebrity, bro. He, he chose the celebrity life over taking it serious. But the problem was he, well, no, nah, because they said when he, like, even in high school, that boy worked hard and everything. Like, he worked hard to get to college. And it was just once he got to college, it was, the partying aspect just took off. They had he had too many friends. If I was making thirty thousand a weekend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care about that either. I ain't ever gonna lie. But you gotta think though, Kyle. Part of him making the money is like is the the his performance on the field. But he was still yeah. able to perform. That's the great yeah. part about it. Yeah, he just he just got the the short end of the stick getting drafted to the Browns. You know they the the bad. That's that, who cursed their team. Jim Brown. No, you can't say it's because he went to the Browns because that nigga was still doing stupid. Like he had to get his shit together once he left college, and he didn't. Because like you said, he making thirty bands just from signing some shit. Now when that shit transitioned to in the NFL, you getting millions to make sure you're a good player. He ain't successfully make that transition. I think the Browns just garbage. But he but wasn't of course, even that play a role. That organization play a role and. That quarterback draft class overall was garbage. Watch. Hold on. I'm about to pull it up. Like, I think that's the uh, Blaine Grabber draft. I don't think none of them quarterbacks that went in the first round ended up being good. The best quarterback from that draft was uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think. He was drafted at the end of the first round. And know who went? Who People the first quarterback was, Chris. I think it was. <laughs> nah, it was that boy. Uh, what's his name? Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake mm, that's Bortles. even worse. Uh, yeah, for the for the Jaguars. That was like the first. My boy's border was deep. He did good early on, but remember that was like the first. Remember when UCF got like that was the first like wave of like the UCF hype. Like before the undefeated season, like years ago, they went to like a BCS bowl and won. So, no, I ain't gonna lie, Blake Borders. That boy was garbage. He only he had one good season the first year. Leonard Fournette came, and I wouldn't even say it was that good. He would just play action. Play action the whole time, and their defense was just amazing that year. Well, you don't know how mad I was when the Jaguars lost to the Patriots, bro. I'm like, man, Tom Brady is an Illuminati, bro. Because there's no way they these niggas came back and won that fucking game. But I was heated. Like, ain't no fucking way, man. Like, oh, bro, that shit had me blow. I was only happy because the Jaguars had scuttered us, and the boy was talking crazy. Oh man. So I, I want to eat that revenge. The Browns drafted Johnny at 22. The only quarterback that had went ahead of him that far was fucking Blake Bortles at number three. The picks behind him, D. Ford, Darquez Denard, Jason Verrett, which is decent. Like, it wasn't like – and then Teddy went 32. Derek Carr went second round pick four. So, Derek Carr the best one out of that draft. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have had Derek Carr, basically. But that that class as a whole wasn't no like not the greatest. Adams second round and Jarvis Landry second round, but the Browns ended up with Jarvis Landry anyway. But yeah, Landry and Odell. Landry and Odell came out the same time. You said what, Kyle? Landry and Odell came out the same time, right? Yeah, Odell was drafted before that though. Odell was drafted pick thirteen, I think. Johnny was drafted pick twenty two. Odell was drafted to pick 12, then Aaron Donald was drafted to pick 13. So, Loki, yeah, we, we kind of be judging the draft off the quarterbacks. Yeah, good well, quarterback not in the draft, we say the draft not good, but it'd be some solid players in there. That traditionally be true. Hold on. So, other quarterbacks in this draft class, 
Jimmy Garoppolo was in the second round too. Jimmy G. Let me see. <laughs> My nigga Taj Boyd from Clemson. Boo. That's pretty much it. Zach Mettenberger and AJ McCarron from LSU and Alabama. Yeah, this quarterback draft class wasn't shit. So Johnny had his opportunity and then fumbled that shit. But that wasn't news. Do y'all think? Nah, he can't. Who would y'all say is the biggest bust from NF from Heisman winner to NFL? Uh, that Jamarcus Russell ain't win no Heisman, right? Nah, no, nah, he went Heisman. Uh, I'll say the biggest bust. What's the nigga name? Was it Troy Smith who won the Heisman from Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, Troy Smith did win the Heisman. But it wasn't like um, I wouldn't say bust like he was like. Like set up to be like the biggest thing in the NFL, but I just remember how much hype he was getting in college, and then like I think he just went like low in the draft, whatever year he went. Did Matt Leinart win the Heisman too? Yeah, Matt Leinart won the Heisman, came back, then a year after that, Reggie Bush won the Heisman. Then they both went to the draft after they lost to Vince Young. Yeah, Matt Leinart, uh, he I say he 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 up though. Uh, TJ, I say about Troy Smith. They said the story with him, that nigga won the Heisman. Then we got blew out by Florida in the national championship. That dropped his stock some. Then because he was Ohio State's first Heisman. Like, you know, Ohio State, one of the most popular teams. The nigga was the biggest Ohio State star in over a decade. They said that boy was going to all the, like, donors, dinners and stuff. Ended up getting fat. And that was partially why we ended up getting blown out by Florida. It's because that boy let himself go. Then he was out of shape for the combine, too, because, you know, that shit is just a month later. So despite all that. That nigga ended up getting drafted in the fifth round by the Ravens. Like, he was just a rookie or whatever. And then they drafted uh, Joe Flacco the next year with, like, the eighth pick. So it was like, damn, y'all ain't even give my nigga a chance to grow. And then even then, he still got his opportunity. That nigga, um, he ended up on the 49ers when they had Kaepernick. And Kaepernick got hurt, and he played a few games. So he still got his opportunity. But it's just crazy the way his career worked out because that nigga got lazy for a couple months after winning the Heisman. He nigga was going to dinners and eating and shit. Fucked up in the national title, ended up getting drafted low. Because he got drafted low, the Ravens ain't care to give him that leash to, like, grow or, like, whatever. Because they're like, fuck it, nigga, we only spent the fifth round on you. We ain't going to wait for you to get great. Niggas drafted Flacco the next year, and then that's pretty much it for my nigga, man. I think I brought this up on the podcast before when we talked about Heisman's. But I still say the boy, what's his name? Desmond Howard. I ain't really, I ain't really do nothing in the league. Oh, no, nah, hell no, he didn't. No. Nah. But y'all, y'all, I think it might have been Greg arguing me that he he was nice in the league. But he I got like, a Super Bowl MVP though. Which I think I argued that. I was like, what more do you want for somebody that make it to the NFL if you lead your team to a ring with a Super Bowl MVP? But like, he was not the best player. He was not. He was not. Ain't he just got? Ain't he won that because he took he he? It was a kick return, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but why he won the Heisman too, though. He won the Heisman because he took that kick return back versus Ohio State. But he took hella kick returns back. He wanted to, like he was he was he was nice in college, like throughout the whole the whole season. I feel like that Super Bowl MVP he just did that for that Super Bowl game, which is not not saying that's not the that's not the right time to do it. That is the perfect time to show up. But I'm saying like you understand what I'm saying like throughout the whole his whole career his whole years, I feel like he wasn't like he was supposed to be like Devin Hester type thing in the league, and I don't think he was that. He got like ten thousand return yards though. Is that is that, is that yeah, a lot? Oh, he got, got ten thousand in the NFL. Yeah, say like ten thousand eight fifty five career return yards. 
That boy might have did something. I might yeah, that, that's something right there. Might and he, my words. He got first team All Pro in '96. I think that was the Super Bowl year, and he got he made the Pro Bowl in um in 2000. So he he didn't have like the greatest sort of like yeah. NFL career, but he had like a respectable. You know what I'm saying? Respectable finish, like a respectable respectable career. My bad. I think it's more because I don't see him do nothing at receiver. But now I'm looking at his college stats right now at receiver. He ain't do nothing in college either. He had he won touchdown. that shit because it's kick return. But he had a hell of touchdowns, so that boy had 19. Damn. 19 receiving touchdowns. Damn. Oh, damn. They the boys was before they turned, they probably had that nigga in the slot. Motion. But he only had 900 yards. He had 900 exactly. yards. Motion screen on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Automatic. 19. He had 19 uh 19 receiving and two rushing. It don't say his, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, his return yards on it. But That's 19 it. is crazy, though. Do y'all want to do fantasy football again this year? I said last year was my last year, but I will renege on it. Uh, everybody not going to pay attention, so I ain't even thinking. I probably ain't going to be able to do it this year, to be honest. Nobody finna yeah, be in yeah, I don't want to renege on it, but I will. <laughs> everybody not gonna be playing every time the last couple years everybody ain't been actually playing we be Man. playing people with with people uh who got bye week still in the whole team will be a bye week and they ain't even down with no I feel like my first year went too good, man. And then like I couldn't get once I couldn't replicate that, I was like, man, fuck this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> you know know keep a league where you keep the same team year after year. Bro, when I bro that year, I, I was Justin Jefferson rookie year. I'm like, man, I, I got him mm. in the draft. I was like, oh, this nigga snapping. Yes. And then <laughs> I'm trying to think, was Jonathan Taylor the year after that, or was that the same season? When Jonathan Taylor was going I on. I think he was the year after. That was, I think, okay, so I think the year after Jonathan Taylor was like my only like sort of hope for my fantasy team. Everything else was just like very inconsistent. But that boy was going off. But then, but that first year, bro, nigga, nigga got to the championship and lost to Derrick. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I was just that close. It was a matter of like a few points or something. But Last year, I was so hurt. I started off the season like 8-0 and and then lost like in the second round or the first round of the playoffs. I was like, man, I'm done with this crap, man. <laughs> and the year before that, I had won it, though. I won it, the uh, championship. I had beat – I think I beat Pick. Either Pick or Derrick, one of them. That boy Derrick always end up in the championship. Yeah, boy, I think paying he attention. You know what he's doing out there. My boy in the military, that boy be bored. I know he just be on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more to do. And he, he, he. I think he not a. I think he a sergeant. He like he in charge of 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 a platoon though. I know that something like that. So, you know, he just be in there doing paperwork. Be on his phone. Yeah. How much longer y'all y'all think Nick Saban gonna coach? I don't know. How old is he? Nick Saban, I want to say is seventy two. Damn, he, I ain't gonna, I ain't, he he don't look seventy though. You know what I'm saying he look if that's his if that's the case he look kind of good for his age. That would like, look young. He's seventy one. Yeah. Nick Saban is seventy one. T- that boy October thirty first. That nigga born on Halloween. Oh, that boy Satan. Then hold on. He's from West Virginia. It's probably yeah, some boy, sort of lore October behind 31, him. 1951. <laughs> Damn, that's great. This nigga only got 27 losses, bro. 
That is crazy. That is that is wild, bro. I, oh, how many seasons he been in? losses at Alabama. Twenty-seven losses at Alabama. Well, Sixty-nine yeah, losses Alabama. overall in college. Fifteen and seventeen in the NFL. Who Kyle, the NFL who that... in their respective sport? Nick Saban or uh, Greg Popovich? Um, I would say Greg, cause Greg won on the highest level. Like, cause, cause you know he in the he in the big boy league, and Nick Saban still in college. And when he was in the league, his years you you just said his his losses, and that was that's a terrible uh thing. <laughs> what you said? But he had seven? a terrible team, but he didn't stick around to turn it around either, though. So yeah, so I gotta go, Greg. It is worth saying the year after Nick Saban left the Dolphins, them boys went one and fifteen. So that's how bad his team was. Yeah. But then again, I don't know because Greg, Greg, all his success came from them boys, uh, the big three, and then I guess Kawhi came in later. But he ain't been, he ain't been. They team been garbage ever since Kawhi left. So we gonna see, we gonna see when what he do with Victor. You know, what I was thinking, I was like. I don't know who they who they point who the who the who the Spurs point guard is it Primo? I was thinking a good point guard that could be, could work with them boys, but I'm pretty sure he probably in a in a phase where he trying to win a lot. That boy Derrick Rose. Mm. I was like, did he, he go back I, to Chicago? No, nah, he still he stayed in New York. Mm. So and basically he like their third point guard. Is who Brunson and quickly? Yeah. But you know, in this day and age, being the third point guard, you can still play because they'll put you at the three. They'll put you at the two. It's a, right. It'd be hella guards on the court. So he's not really in a bad position, but I feel like that'll be a good spot for that boy. But I think that was a thing last year. Uh, that boy Thibodeau didn't play D Rose at all in the playoffs or some shit. He didn't. He didn't. Not in them. Not in that last series. Brunson, Brunson but but at the same time, I could see why because Brunson was going stupid in the playoffs. That's so crazy that it was talking crazy about Brunson's contract. That boy truly lived up to that shit, boy. That boy snuck. Hey, I'm I, I was just watching the USA game today. They was in a game. That's something I was gonna bring up too about um. So Popovich don't got the college experience, but he got the team USA experience to kind of balance it out. Yeah, yeah. I think this year he ain't he ain't doing it. It's what's the boy name? Uh, Steve Kerr and uh, what's the coach from Miami Heat? Yeah, both of them. Both of them was out there when I was watching today. That boy Anthony Edwards is is is. Bro, did you see that dunk? Boy, boy, like, that how boy. How does he do it? That boy Anthony. I Off have never one seen, leg. I have never seen nobody euro somebody and do a back scratcher dunk in the same play. Like nigga, off the catch, don't even dribble, just one, two, boom. That boy is from the he, top of the circle at that. He is nice, man. He is nice. I was watching him. I ain't want to compare him to Jordan, but I'm like, that's the only comparison. I can see it. It might, and I ain't want to be like, it's because he black as hell. But it's I'm like, like D <laughs> with a better jumper. I'm looking. I'm like, this boy. This boy got something, boy. I don't like, know what instead it is, of bro. if you take away a little bit of D Wade's playmaking, but add it to his shot making, that's and his, af- and his athleticism because that boy leaping. Now, D Wade was leaping before his lead started giving out he, on him. Nah, D Wade was leaping, but Anthony Edwards get higher. 
Yeah, Ant, like, but it's it's just the evolution of it all. Yeah, Ant, that boy Ant be that, up though. Like, I, up, we was watching that nigga's highlights. Remember, I told y'all I was on my cousins was debating uh Shay Goodrich Alexander versus De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. So the initial debate was Anthony Edwards versus De'Aaron Fox. I think. Yeah. And uh, and no, 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 no. We see we did Shay Goodrich Alexander versus De'Aaron Fox. Then I was like, all right, Anthony Edwards versus Cat. And I said cat at first. Hell no. And then we threw on those ant highlights, boy. I had to change my opinion. Like, oh, hell man, no. Cat, cat, the most inconsistent player I have ever seen in my life, man. I don't know. Initially, when he first came in the league, I don't remember him shooting all them threes like that. He was like a mid-range, but I guess the evolution of the game changed too. But when he was just like a post player only, that boy was so nice. Then he started shooting threes. Now he's like, I don't know what the hell. Well, they got Gobert now, so they got space to floor. No, nah, before they even got Gobert, right. them boys garbage, man. I don't know. I can't. I can't deal with them. That boy, I'll be feeling bad for my boy Ant, man. He too right. Nice. They can't pull it all together. They got a good, like they got good individual players. He too and nice. They can't put bro. that shit all together. And watching him live today, that that truly let me know that boy dumb nice. At the end of the game, uh, like cause they was it was a close game before uh, he he started snapping and took it over, but uh um. Schroeder was sticking that boy. Cause I didn't even know Schroeder was was. Oh, they German. was playing Germany. I forgot. So so them boys. Uh, it was. I think it was like at the end of the game. It was the last. It matter of fact, it was the last shot. Like the seal of the game. That boy hit that boy with the Jordan uh shimmy fadeaway baseline. I said, God, boy, that boy got it. Boy, I don't. That boy got it. I said, damn, that boy look like Jordan. That boy. And then he he had a team hype too. Cause they was playing fool. I was like, ain't no way y'all should be in this game with these people, man. Like. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, like the big man, I know people been saying it's gonna be a big man league again. It's not gonna be a big man league. It's legit two centers. That's nice. Everybody else, it's not. It's not. It's nowhere close to them boys. And well, because you know why? You know why that is. They said it's gonna be a big man league because you getting niggas that's big that can handle it. So they throwing Giannis in there. Well, Giannis is hardly a big man. That man then, is a three. Presumably, they throwing Victor in there. Like they projecting the bigs that can handle the ball, cause I mean yeah. the bigs are more skilled than they was in the 2010s. You, you can say that for That's sure. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a like fact. even Sabonis, yep. or that boy uh Singwin from the Rockets. Yeah. But yeah, this them them boys. Ah 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 ah. It is two centers. I like even even the boy Paulo, even though he's not a center. But he was making – that boy missed, like, five free throws in a row at the end of the game. I said, boy, get out. Sub. Spain Sub. called that boy a traitor because he said he was going to play for them, and he played for the U.S. Oh, he should have. Oh, he should have went to play for his team. I bet if he played for the other team, he would have played better. I, I feel like it's, like, natural. When you're playing with people who not good, you got you to gotta ball out. I think that's for, for the good players on the team, you got to ball out. So who I'm would pretty, you say – well, I'm going to ask you two separate questions. Mm-hmm. Who would you say is the biggest star on the team right now on Team USA? The one that's playing? Because, you know, I don't think this is the actual team. I feel like yeah. when 2024 come around, some of the bigger stars are going to play too. But for this iteration of the team, who would you say is the biggest star? And then if it's not the same player, who would you say is the best player right now? Because you know those can be two different things. Oh, I feel like it mm, – damn, I'm trying to think who on their squad. No Brunson on their team. I know Brandon Ingram was on their team, even though he he barely even played at the end of the game. Uh, 
star wise, the best the best player on the team right now, and who the biggest star is Anthony Edwards. It's, it's Anthony Edwards and or Brunson. Them the two most known players on the team. I know Jaron Jackson on there. Um, yeah, them the two, them the two, them the two best. Brunson and and I and Brunson ain't played good this game. Uh, Halliburton was going crazy. Tyrese Halliburton, he that boy surprised me. I I always thought he was like semi overrated, but that boy was snapping. No, nah, Halliburton got a bag. He just shoot funny. Yes, I think that I think that's what threw me off. I was like, yeah, I, I am not a fan of this. This is just look awkward. But uh, <laughs> him and uh, what's the boy name? Austin Reeves. He was balling out a little bit. Uh. But yeah, I think it's all uh Bridges wasn't doing nothing? Nothing at all. He hit he hit a clutch side at the end though. But that boy, no, nah, he not he not he not like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's crazy though, because when he got traded to Brooklyn, he, he was going stupid when he got traded to Brooklyn. They don't got no veterans on this team. Well, I got Brandon all. Ingram and Jaron Jackson as veterans. And they got Bobby Portis too. Yeah, Bobby Portis out though. But yeah, but it's, it's young Anthony, teams. Anthony Edwards is the biggest star and the best player on the team. They got Josh Hart out there for the sake of the role players. Garbaggio. He got a little Why nice block. Do his job. That's what. That's the type of nigga I want on the Sixers. Uh, that's why you asked who the best role player. You want Josh Hart was gonna be number one. I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> I I, when say you Marcus when Smart. you. When you put that, uh, oh, Marcus Smart might be one of the ones. Mm, best role player, Loki. Now since they have d- d- uh, took my boy out of being a star, I would say right now Westbrook the best role player. No, that oh, you just saying shit. That nigga just what the biggest mean? name that's a role player. Westbrook ball out, man. There's niggas that play their role way better than him. What you mean? That nigga when, not be playing his role. He be trying to go above. When Kawhi and them, when Kawhi and them ain't playing the playoffs, my boy's not. Exactly. Not? What do he do when, he, when they? That's not being the role player. That's being a star. What you mean? He was not, he was balling when no they were playing. Too. He was balling at the end of the season <laughs> when Kawhi and them came back. The boy was balling, and Westbrook was a part of that. He was snapping, but he hardly a role player. That boy is like a falling star. I don't know what you, what you want to call it. He's a starter. <laughs> star. That's basically that's what he is. But low-key skill-wise, he, he ain't go no, he ain't go down in skill. He just went down in popularity. Nah, nigga gonna start. He gonna lose speed. Don't sleep. Yeah, he's he lost a little bit of speed, but he, he was fast as hell, so he's still fast. He just not super be not blazing fast. And he don't I wouldn't say he he jumped as high no more, but then again. Last season, that boy did have like one of the dunks of the year. So I don't know. I just ain't never really? seen nobody dunk like that boy. That boy got an aggressive dunk package, boy. Where was somebody like Jordan Clarkson ranked for best role players? Six man countless role player. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because he a top six man, but I don't know if he a he the top role player. Because he just go. I feel like he don't do Well, if you're going to say Westbrook, I'll say Jordan Poole over Westbrook. If you're saying Westbrook, I can say Jordan uh, Poole. Poole. Poole was garbage last year. He better Poole than Westbrook. Do nothing last year. He did not he play better than Westbrook last year. Hmm? He averaged 20 points per game. No, he did not. 
Yes, he did. Jordan Poole last season? Yeah. Or are you talking about the season before that? Because he did yeah. not average 20. Oh, he averaged boy. 20 points. 42% from the field. No way, boy. 20 points, four and a half assists. All that boy did, which is crazy. This is craziness. Maybe I'm just taking a... I'm about to 10 points. The playoff, that boy was playing Garbaggio, boy. Really, towards the end of the season, he tailed off. I don't know. That nigga don't... He wanted to be a star. I feel like we 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 messing up the definition of the role player. I feel like I feel like a role player is more somebody who uh like not gonna win an award. Like not a six man not gonna be in the, like the award category, just somebody oh. who's gonna be solid on your team. Like a Robert Horry or or uh, uh oh, somebody who Austin Reeves start? Uh, no, I think Austin Reeves came off the bench. I think they started was uh, just Schroeder. Now Austin Reeves might have been the two. He might have been starting that point at shooting guard. Oh. I'm trying to think somebody, somebody who. Uh, even Marcus Smart. Smart. Marcus Smart could be in that. But well, Marcus Smart winning awards. He won Defensive Player of the Year. That's that's what I'm about to say. Uh, what's that sorry boy uh, no, he's he not sorry he just talk trash all the time somebody like Pat Beverly or something like that or like you know that's a role player to me but who are you going to compare Pat to Batum Corey somebody Dunn. like uh, Norman Powell Corey, Corey Brooks yeah Norman Powell Norman Powell he's a solid role player the Morris twins. They just fake bullies. Uh, fuck, fuck you up with this. My nigga D'Anthony Melton from the Sixers. That's 3 and D for that ass. I don't even know that boy. Hey, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't even know that boy. PJ Tucker, a solid role player. Nah. He, it's more people you say before you say him. PJ Tucker, solid, man. Come on, man. Is Buddy Hill the role player? No. Hell no. Once upon a time, Buddy was what, what? Buddy, he played with the Pacers last year. I said Aaron Gordon last week. You know Aaron, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, yeah, he he's he a solid, he's a solid role player. But and for that matter, Michael Porter Jr. Y'all should have just thought of the Denver team. Uh, what? Who was that boy? Who was that point guard who just left? They backup point guard. No, not Bones. No, no. The one who snapped in the playoffs in, the, in his finals. Really, the whole playoffs. Christian uh, Brown? His name. The black one, right? Not the white Oh, boy. no, no. I was talking about the white boy. Christian Brown's no, the white boy. Hell no. I'm talking about the one who was putting up like 20. What's the, what's the boy name? Why is it in my mind? He used to wear a headband. Black eyed beard. <laughs> that, is, that is like a legit half of the NBA. Malik Beasley? Hell no. He a point guard. His name his name Brown too. But I just can't think of think of his uh first name. I know his last name Brown. It might it might be Bruce Brown. Oh, that nigga ain't no point guard. And that nigga play for the Nets, I think. A six oh small forward. 
He played. I swear that boy was a point guard. That boy a six four small forward. Unheard of. Cause he got that defense. Like this, I'm gonna say he a perfect role player. Cause like in the regular season, he only averaged like twelve points, right? But in the playoffs, that boy took off, man. Let me look at my boy playoff stats. Not 2022, 23, fool. Damn, they don't break it down by playoffs. They hate and they don't want you to see. The hell? Damn, my dog, it's Smith. My boy scored 240 points in the playoffs, man. Come on, man. We're doing this in one game. That boy plus minus was 101. Positive. Can't be doing his thing out there. But I'm gonna have to give it to my boy now. Transitioning. Have y'all boys ever been to a baseball game in y'all's life? Yes, and I did not pay attention at all. Only like the I said, what was your thoughts? Uh, no homo. Big pause. Big pause. We oh, uh, we had we had unlimited hot dogs. So. Oh my no 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 no! Glizzy, you was full, of, full of glizzies, man. You you oh, nasty. So one twelve. Come on, man. But I was in middle school now. Even nah, I, no. said pause, I said pause. I said pause. Oh, I said pause. Matter of fact, I was in the bro. I was eating the hot dog, man. It was a hot dog, man. I ain't talking about no. He was oh, fucking up his. Oh damn, okay. But I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. I had about like five. Five hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, so you know, we had unlimited hot dogs and uh popcorn and, and snacks and stuff. I don't know how. I think because the dude I was with, um, I guess he worked. He, I know he he worked at CNN, so he might have got tickets from somebody or something like that. And he took me and all his children, and we we was there. Really, the whole time we walked around the stadium. Y'all need to watch the game for real. This is a, this is a Marlins game? Like, you said what? This is a Marlins game? No, nah, it was a Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay, okay. So we sat the we sat in the seats for probably like 10, 15 minutes. Like, yeah, let me go walk in y'all boys. So we just walked around the stadium. I ran into a band. They was like, I bet you can't play the drums. I said, who, but grabbed the sticks up and said, oh, hold on. He look like he knows something. I started playing that love. <laughs> My boys all screaming. Well, yeah, we were just walking around the stadium. Man. I ain't even, we ain't even watch that. But who finna sit down and watch a, a game that in two zip? Not me. Yeah, yeah. I've only been to one one like minor league game in Tampa, but I'm not a big baseball fan, bro. I never understood the appeal. I feel like playing it probably fun, but watching it unless you've been into it is just like this shit boring. Right, it's too much downtime in baseball, which is why I asked y'all so I can get y'all's perspective on it. But this year they implemented that pitch clock, so it's making it go faster, and it's mm. making the scores be higher. So I wonder if that's going to kind of impact the popularity. You know, that was my biggest gripe with baseball. So hypothetically, that gripe should kind of be solved a little bit. So I'm seeing what it's hitting for because it's for I guess at the minor league because Columbus. We had a team called the Columbus Clippers. We was the minor league affiliate for the Yankees, like my whole childhood. But now we just the minor league affiliate for the Cleveland team. I think it's the Guardians, not the Indians no more. But, yeah, we was the Yankees. So, like, back in the day when, like, Alex Rodriguez would be hurt, 
That boy was come play a game or two for the Clippers. Had that shit lit. But they used to have a dog night where it'd be you can get a hot dog for a dime. And they brought that shit back. But I'm vegetarian now, so it don't affect me. They also got $4 admission. So I was thinking, like, maybe I might just slide to a baseball game. But from my childhood, I just remember that shit being so long and boring. And it's like, like you said, TJ, I'm not even that big of a fan of baseball. So why would I even put myself through it? But for $4, right. it might be worth it, even if, I mean, even with the putting the pitch clock in. So it might even, it might not be as bad of an experience as I remember. I would go to a home run derby, though. Like, I, I right, because it's action. You know, yeah. it's guaranteed yeah. action. I also, like a regular baseball game, y'all would keep that. Only thing I would, I would want to see at a regular baseball game is like when the celebrity come out and throw the first pitch. I just want to see the first pitch and I'll, I'll start watching the rest of the game. God, is the Diamondbacks in Phoenix or are they in another city? They in Phoenix. They right downtown, like Day Stadium, not too far away from uh, the Suns Stadium. That's all downtown, so that's all about my job. I'll be walking. You never past been it. to the stadium? I walked past it a few times. I ain't never been inside. I've been inside the uh, the Suns Stadium. Hey, is a Cardinal Stadium in Phoenix too, or that's elsewhere? Yeah, it's in Phoenix. That's it's Glendale, uh, more North though. It's a they they part of the city called like Arrowhead. Okay, okay. So how far is Glendale from Phoenix? Glendale, that's it's in Phoenix. It's just uh, it's like a suburb type shit. Yeah, it's just different, uh, different area. Like Scottsdale, all that is a part of Phoenix. They 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 just don't call it that, which is weird because like even in Miami, we didn't like Hialeah. And the beach and all that, we still consider that Miami, but other cities and places don't consider it. They be making it seem like it's a whole different city, bro. That's kind of how Chicago is because a lot of people that's really, unless you from like it's only a few Panfield people that's really from Chicago that stay in the city because they got like a bunch of suburbs, but all the suburbs is under Cook County. But then it's like they still be kind of acting like funny, like, oh, you ain't really from Chicago, you from so and so, but yeah, it's all the same county. I need to get out and explore more, more Phoenix for real. But I know on uh me and Keisha anniversary, we finna go to uh we might go to Sedona, but it's this other spot. It's not too far from Sedona. I think it's called Clarksdale, uh, Arizona, and they got like an old train. So we are gonna ride the little train, ride through the, all the snow and mountains and stuff, and then they gonna have Christmas lights and everything out there. So it's like a little three four hour little ride. Hey, on anniversary. Friday. The December twenty first. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah right gonna be the, that's the first day of winter. Yeah, it's gonna be the perfect time to go out there. So go out there and do that. So what the weather be like in the winter in uh, Arizona? Uh, in December it wasn't that cold, but in January, like late January and February, and even in March, that thing was in the. When I went to work, it was like low thirties, high twenties. Damn. Well, remember, I got I go to work like at two, three in the morning. So I go to work when it's like the coldest time. Like, but in the afternoon, it'll get up to like the fifties, fifties, low sixties. But the mornings yeah, be crucial. Yeah. Mm. And I thought I was escaping it when I left Tallahassee. Huh. Like, Literally, you know. Got even worse, man. 
Bro, I think, man, Florida probably got the best weather all around. But at the same time, it be starting to get cold in Florida too. Like, yeah. it just don't snow. So that's the, the main plus side still. But, like, I feel like once it got to, like, 2017, 2018, the winter started getting, like, uh, like 40 degrees some days. Like, it be like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, that's real cold. <laughs> obviously, Chris, obviously, like, and it, it, that's a fucking, you could wear shorts on a day like that in fucking Ohio because you're so used to, like, the single digits, negatives, all that. You got to understand, like. Growing up, it was it didn't get in the 40s like that with us. Bro, you, you could wear shorts on Christmas Day. That's how warm it was in Florida. So it's just, like, we're not used to, like, the real season. The coldest it would be in Florida, like, when we was jits, was, like, well, I would say South Florida because we're from South, so i say, like, mid-50s. So, like, yeah. when it was, when we when we went to Tallahassee for school and it got cold like that, I was like, hold on, but what the hell is this? Yeah. I would say, yeah, Tampa about the same. But I think Tampa got real cold one year in, like, 07 or 08. I remember it was, like, record low temperatures. Other than that, everything else was pretty warm. I ain't gonna lie. If I move back to Florida or uh, whenever I get a chance to move back to Florida, I want to move to Orlando for the perfect spot. The middle of everything. I won't get hit with no hurricane for real. Ooh, I can travel, travel wherever. I know it might be a little bit too late, or I should say it might be too early or whatever. I don't know what the terminology is, but my dad's woman, his family got a house in Kissimmee that they moving to New Hampshire and they need to rent it out. Mm. Were they going to New Hampshire? Yeah. What city? I forget, but it's uh now it might be New Haven, Connecticut. I think it's, it's either new it's either New Hampshire or New Haven, Connecticut. It's one of them two. But she from Jamaica. So they have ah. family come from Jamaica to Florida, buy a couple houses, and then from Florida, like they was nurses, so they went up to they went up north to the northeast and they just ended up being there ever since. So then they had their dad come. Then their dad was living in Florida. Then he got sick, so now he moved up north. So now they're trying to do something with the house in the meantime. My dad was like, yeah, if any of your homeboys, you know, any of your homeboys, like, all right, I'll let them know. But that's probably way too short notice for you to actually do anything with it right now, at least. Same OVA, boy. <laughs> you start looking for a job. <laughs> you done with So I was like, damn, I I can find a job. I hop on it. Like, tell them, show me some love on the on the rent. Like, yeah, let me let me go rent free for like the first three months while I get it together. Three hundred dollars for rent. I remember I used to complain about that boy in Tallahassee. Mm. Gotta mm -hmm. spend, spend his four fifty. Now my rent damn that five times that. Well, y'all rent was that cheap in Tally? Hell yeah, boy. Rent was the roommates, boy. Oh, because oh, y'all, it's, it's like one apartment, three rooms. Okay, that makes, yeah. sense. that makes sense. Yeah. I think mean, first time I was staying in Occupy, my rent was 340 No, it was 300 300 300 But you know you got to play utilities on top of that. But oh, at good. the end of the day, it's I still wasn't spending price. no real money. And they pay for cable for you. So all I had to really, like, 350 that's why I was parking all that money. Give me some shoes. Uh, buy me hella food. That's all I was doing. Now let me ask you this: Did they only restrict it to college students, or could anybody stay in Occupy? I think anybody could stay in the student dorms, but you. I think you just had to just show show that you uh had the money to pay for the place, and you would be fine. Cause I'm sure. Uh, I remember. Uh, 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 uh. 
when my dogs know they used to stay in the the commons. What? That's another. It's another student up, uh, apartments up there, and uh, one of them had a roommate who was not in school. <laughs> yeah, because in Indiana they had like where I was staying at, like it was mostly for students, but you had a lot of people that was just locals and like yeah, just let them stay there because the rent was rent was so cheap. It was just like. People was taking advantage of it. But I think I seen a family that's that lived in uh, the, one of the apartments. Matter of fact, I think I, I think I told y'all on the bus I ran into a random person who had a keyboard and I started talking to that boy on the bus. And then I walked that boy invited me to his apartment. So I was in that boy's apartments. We was making beats together. And that boy that boy definitely did not attend no school at all. That boy looked like Curtis Snow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that boy you definitely <laughs> never told this story before, nigga. I feel like I, I feel like I told y'all this. Probably when it happened, but it's been a while. That was a long time ago. That was like 2016. But yeah, I ran to a boy. He just had a MIDI keyboard on the on the bus. I was like, boy, you made these boys. Yeah, I've been messing with the FL, blah, 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 blah. So I was walking because my I was going to see Tab. So I'm walking. I'm just walking. And he like, bro. You going to the same place? Oh, yeah, bro. I'm a guy. So I'm like, yo, like, come on, build him real quick. Like, he was like, put the FL on here for me. So, you know, I had, I had all the cracks and stuff on Google things. So I just put them on his computer, let him download while they were downloading. We playing each other beats. So I'm like, that boy beats garbage. But you know, I'm going to <laughs> try to, you know, get a producer friend. Now that producer is known as ATL Jacob. Oh, um, <laughs> boy, if it was, boy. Now that boy is real Boston Richie's main producer. I promise to God that boy ain't producing nothing. He might be in prison. <laughs> so now that boy is dead. Chill, chill. He's be dead. RP. RP, your family gained another ancestor. Stay strong. Hey, boy, I'm about to leave bacon alone, man. <laughs> what was the final straw? It's just not in me to bake. I leave that to Kedra, man. I made some banana bread, but, you know, I'm trying to make it the non-dairy and egg way and all this. So so you put bacon in it? I just said the non-dairy and eggs. I'm not. Why would I put bacon in banana bread? You started by saying you're trying to leave bacon alone. No baking, B A K I N G. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to leave baking alone. But I made some banana bread. That thing was garbaggio. The only reason I ate it is because I could tolerate it because I made it. I gave kids that thing. The way her face crunched up, I was like, yo, <laughs> hell. Would no. you forget to put in it? I didn't forget to put none in it. First step, I did it wrong. I didn't use ripe bananas. So you're supposed to use, you know, the black bananas. But I seen this lady on YouTube. She was like, yeah, if you don't have ripe bananas, just put your uh, bananas in the oven. Make sure they get black and, and they'll be soft. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that, bum. But also, I didn't follow the mix thing. I didn't was make it. white? Uh, one was white, was one was black. White? One was white, one was black. But they said the same thing. <laughs> they both said the exact same thing. So, uh, hey, Oh, um, 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 damn, so what I was saying. Oh, but then I didn't make it from scratch like I wanted to because I ain't have the money to get all that extra stuff. So I just bought a bacon, a mix one already. 
like a like a, a banana bread mix already. But still, I ended up adding like a little bit of stuff to it. And then it's clearly said on there to add three bananas. I add four. That thing was so mushy, man. I was like, God damn, man. God damn. Why well, I just can't follow directions. Why well, I always gotta go overboard, over top. Then it was like it was like uh I seen this lady. Instead of using eggs, she used uh flax seeds. So she uh pulled flax seeds in a bowl, put some hot water in it and stir it up and let it sit for like 15. 15, 20 minutes, and it's going to, like, work as a binder, like eggs work as a binder when you bake them. So, like, it came out decent. Like, it looked it looked decent. It looked like it would be something. But it just wasn't it, man. I was like, yeah, I got to go back to the drawing board. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not baking no more. I'm just going to keep making my uh, my uh, my frozen stuff. Because when I made my, my little cookie, my cookie snacks, them things came out uh, the greatest. So, I'm going to just stick to just making a little batter, freezing it. But next next one I'm going to make, I'm going to probably make some peanut butter bars because since I ain't got no chocolate in the house no more. So yeah, I'm just, just instead of baking it, you're just going to eat it frozen? Mm-hmm. So what's the benefit? The, it's really no benefit from that. It's the, the, the only benefit is you're not eating, like, uh, 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 enriched flour. I mean, like, you know, bleached flour or something like that. The ingredients I could I could put it in an oven too. The only benefit is it come out right when I freeze it. It don't come out right when I bake it. <laughs> so that's that's the only difference. Damn man, we just talking about your rent when you was in college. That shit got me thinking about shit I missed from college. I think I determined what I missed the most from college is fucking Chicago's, bro. And and it's because I cannot get it any longer. I cannot just go there and get it no matter how much money I got. Wait, what's Chicago's, Chris? A little, little chicken spot. spot, boy. They is it similar? To, down. Is it like uh, Cal, similar to Snappers? Nah, it's more like uh, it's I wouldn't, it don't taste nowhere close as good as Perry Wings, but it's like a, a place like that. Oh, so like, okay. Them, okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. But they got other stuff there too. Like they like they was Chicago, like a Chicago style restaurant. Chicago supposedly it's supposed to be a Chicago style food restaurant. So I mean, they they have, Chicago's chicken and fish was the official name. Yeah, they had like shrimp, idea. tacos and all other type of stuff though. Then they they should have had because you know Chicago they do the same type of chicken with like uh, the, the powder, but they just got the yeah. mild sauce and they shit. So the mild but, sauce be good though. I the one do I I don't think we ever even looked that far on the list because Greg the one told us to go. So when we came, we just automatically got whatever Greg got. So it was, Which was that we Carolina Gold, that the Carolina Golds. Gold sauce, but you ain't know, you know, it's just Pecky Boo, you know, it's just the uh, the mustard barbecue sauce. So, but that thing go, that thing go stupid. That's always it. You know, who used to uh, folks know used to work there, uh, from high school, uh, Crystal and Jada, they used to work there. Oh, word, 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 yeah, them boys. I used to walk in there, you here again, yes, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I, you know what I want. Let me get that. I used to be, that's how, that's that's the crazy part. Walking to Chicago is just how I got the job. How we got the job working at uh the car, at the car wash. The car wash. They oh see me walking. Goodness. They see me walk past. I'm like, "What's good, y'all?" But they're like, "What's good, man?" You like, "Yeah, yeah, you, you trying to work?" Say, "What you mean, bro?" I'm gonna wash cars, bro. <laughs> I say, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I ain't got no problem. I, I need money." What you? <laughs> he like, he like, yeah, come through. So I came through the first day then. Yeah, like you got some friends, like yeah, I got my dogs, no nigga come. So uh, that's when I brought Chris number. 
We was making there versus what you make at your job now per day. It was getting like $30 per day, bro. Well, at the car wash, barely, but that's on the at, best days. That's what I'm about to say. On like a on a on a Friday and a Saturday, we we could make like twenty dollars a piece on each day. But on them early them them uh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, boy, it'd be dry as hell out there. It might be three cars actually stop, so we all take turns washing the cars. So that means in the end of the day, we're gonna have five to seven dollars a piece. And right, what go we spend it on some food. That'd walking be that. right to check us. We back back at zero. Yeah, man. The fucked hey. up part about it, man. I worked that whole spring semester basically. Well, probably no, no, no. I probably worked from like March, so probably like the last two months of the semester, just for me to have to use the bread that I saved from the car wash to pay for my fucking storage unit. Dirty game, man. Right, bro. Dirty like, game. Hey, you know what have been clutch, bro? They had it sooner, like before the pandemic. Instacart shipped. Like all that type of shit. Like, yeah. nah, you want to know something? Nate was doing Instacart in Tallahassee. No, no, no. I think Nate was doing GoPuff in Tallahassee before we left in 2020. We left Tallahassee February 2020. Yeah, I remember that was the last GoPuff, job that they had there was GoPuff, I think. GoPuff either started GoPuff what, 2018? One of those two. I think GoPuff started either 2018 or 2019. I remember I used to be getting like toothpaste and ice cream every time. Yeah, go like, yeah. I think GoPuff drivers make good bread, but like, I don't know, like it's just you just it's, it's, if you if you had a car back then and you had access to them apps, boy, that shit would have been so smooth. Cause think about it, like apps like that, you could make like a hundred dollars a day at least, yeah. and and the money can get, get pulled out instantly, bro. Think about in college, bro, like how clutch that would be, just like. But I know some of them, you gotta be like twenty one. Oh yeah, to, true, uh, to true, drive. True. Yeah, like Uber, that like, Uber, you gotta be like twenty one. But even it's like you know. Even you know in college you you end up like twenty one twenty two towards like the latter half so yeah. or like the last year so it, like you know what I'm saying at some point you could make use of it that shit would have been smooth. Bro. Yeah, I remember I used to have the, when I went back home and I started Uber. Not only was I twenty, but uh, dang, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I wasn't on my parents' insurance, so I used to I signed up my mama, and I was just driving through her name. So they get in the car, they like, wait, hold on, these names. That's why I just have to try to break it down to the I just have to break it down to the drivers. Uh, I mean to the riders, like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm using my mom's account, I'm driving for her. Da 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 da. Some of them they will understand, some of them would not understand because I was in Miami, so everybody ain't speak English. Like I remember this Haitian, this Haitian lady, I picked her up and I was halfway to her destination, then the Zoe man done called Zoe man done called me. He called the lady. Call her mama and and gave me the phone. Like I think you got the wrong person. I'm like, no, I got the right person. I think you got it. I said I'm driving under my mom's name. No, so no, boss, bring her back, bring her back. I said I'm driving under my mom's name. My mom, my mom. I had to say it like I was talking this late to him for like five to ten minutes, saying the same thing, and he was like, oh, oh, I get it now. (laughs) That boy was pissing me off so bad, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I can keep doing this bad. Then this Hispanic lady. She came to the car. She stepped away immediately. Oh no, this is the wrong. You, you're not Lyra. This not you. <laughs> what a Jesus Christ, man! But I, yeah. at the same time, I understand their skepticism. So yeah, yeah, you know, that's true. I, I, and then you know, a pro, most of them probably got some type of stereotype in their mind when they see me. So, a big black dude with afro nappy hair. 
coming to pick you up. I know nine times ten, an old person gonna be scared. So if they if they turn down the ride for real, I was like, damn, I'm really sitting over here thinking about college now. What would y'all say is a moment in your life? It don't gotta be from college that you knew was like an instant classic moment. Like when you when that shit happened, you knew you was gonna remember that shit forever. Um, one that's in college. That, that that's just because it's the first thing we was talking about college already. But we always talk about this too. When we was at the trampoline place, Sky Zone, and you tried to backflip when they when we were playing dodgeball, you tried to backflip to dodge the ball. That might have been the that I know that was funny because people I did not know was grabbing me laughing, and we all was on each other dying laughing. Like it was a whole. Why did you try to backflip, bro? And the ironic part is, I had on jeans, bro. So yes, man. <laughs> he did not like. You didn't even get into like your legs truly being like above your head. Your body got horizontal, like you was laying in a coffin, and you just fell straight down. That boy, we was crying, laughing, man. I think it was like a whole bunch of FSU players or some some people in the. I did not know them boys at all, but we all holding each other on the flow, man. I think yeah. that that might be the the funniest thing that I can think of, like a, well, uh, like a classic moment in my mind. My shit was gonna be, I was gonna have two. One of them was gonna be Goon Bay, just going to Goon Bay overall, because I don't even think they do Goon Bay no more. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I went and what was that twenty fifteen is one of the last ones, and that shit is like a legendary. Fam, you party type shit. And I got to say, I went to that shit because nigga, they pulled up. She was just, I, I, actually, I think it was Ghani that pulled that shit up somehow from like the related videos and they's YouTube. She just pulled up a random set Friday video from like 2016. Mm-hmm. And I, I was seeing the people on that shit. I was like, damn, like I really remember most of these faces. Like, nigga, kids that want to go to motherfucking Fam, you right now is pulling up videos like this to kind of like get a gauge on it. Yeah. I can really like I was really part of that shit. But my other one was gonna be Coliseum. Like nigga, just the hey, whole boy. Coliseum era. Like that's a little shared memory. That's really that, that legendary. Whole, the whole Tallahassee from 2015 to 2016 that was in that shit. Like that's something that only us gonna really be able to relate to. Like, that that little divide in Coliseum, bro. That Sadly, shit is gone I, forever. Me, me and Greg last time at Coliseum was the worst. <laughs> That's the time uh, we went. We was with Deanna, and she was drunk. And oh, then, with her nigga. Yeah, she was. She was dancing on Greg, and then uh, her, her boyfriend came with the club. Oh, snatched her bitch up. is in the worst abusive relationship. Every time we would go out, she would be going through it with her nigga, bro. <laughs> oh no, boom, boom, check it out. Then Naja asked, you? like, "Yeah, we gotta wait on Deanna." Yep, and we just, and we just all outside, just waiting forever, but. She snatched him up. I mean, he snatched her up in the club, blah, 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 blah. I, you know why I was glad? Because she had just danced on me like five minutes before that. So I was like, I was like, praise God he ain't coming in because I was going to hit that boy in the club. So we uh, <laughs> um, we end up leaving. We leaving the club waiting on the Uber or whatever. That boy walk up on Greg. Well, I'm going to kill you. But I look at Greg, I almost bust out laughing. Cause like I'm like, bro, what? Like if you're finna do something, just do it, bro. But the whole time I'm I'm sitting up, with my fist balled the whole time. Like if he swing, but if he even do anything, I ain't even gonna let the punch even touch Greg before I rock him. 
So, but then somebody else walked up. The other boy, R.I.P. That boy, I forgot his name. I think it's Jamie or something like that. He walked up. You're like, bro, we got a problem. Bro, like, bro, we ain't, we ain't rocking with y'all back going on for what, man? What the hell y'all talking about? So, so Nays and them came, broke it up. Man, it was that that was a whole long situation, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. man. Also, something I'll never forget, boys. That Uber, you only needed, you only needed the dollar in your account. Oh yeah, we was boy, we was bucking them boys. <laughs> Not probably the whole September, October, boy, until Thanksgiving. <laughs> Somebody had a dollar, we was Gucci, and I think I ain't gonna say Uber changed the rules because of me. But nigga, I used to always tell them boys, yeah, just wait right here, I'll be right out. Now they can't do that. Like if you, yeah, if you get know. out the car, they got in the ride. But low key they can, but at, it's not gonna like affect. It's gonna it's gonna affect the money they get. Cause I used to do when when I was doing Uber, they you I, I couldn't do that. But I was letting them. I still let them do it. I'd be like, I wait, it ain't nothing. Just just to be you know, cool. But a lot of people ain't cool. Them boys be green. Like nah nah, I gotta go. I got another ride. Like, hey, nigga, you just sit, sit your ass right here. I'll be in and out, boy. I know what groceries I need. Or trying to request the XL. I mean, trying to request the regular Uber, knowing we need an XL. But going to, we definitely XL every time we went to Walmart. Every Wait, time. It was, it was what, like four or five of y'all in a regular Uber? It used to be me, Chris, Greg, and Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, y'all boys in that shit cramped. Yeah. And you speak of us, but you gotta think about it. So it's us plus the groceries. Ooh, see y'all in that shit wall to wall, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Lee. I, I remember them boys. They really, they now. I know one thing. We definitely ended at the school because I feel like it was primarily because of us buying the water, boys. I'm gonna say buying, getting all the unlimited milk. Period. I feel like they probably don't even got that shit no more. Boy, we was we getting was, whole pieces, man. We was mutton, bro. You was getting a whole I, piece off one meal swipe? Yeah. But we they got just, unlimited. So I think they, they, that shit cost like two meal swipes. Yeah, that's like swipe Unlimited. Swipe. So nigga, run that shit. Wait, so you could get however many meal swipes a day you wanted. It's unlimited. Yep. If, you had, if you had unlimited swipes. Man, we they, they did some shit like that at Dartmouth, but it wasn't until like later on, like... It was like well after we left, not well after, but like a few years after we graduated. But it's somewhere like you can only use a certain amount of meal swipes per time period. So like you can't just go use like ten swipes in the morning. You can only use like one or two swipes max. Mm. You feel me? Between like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, shit like that. So it's unlimited, but you couldn't really mud it like that to where it's like you just swiping all day to get whatever. Yeah, they they definitely stopped that after our freshman year, cause boy. We start once we ain't have money to go to the store. We like, well, let's go get these aquafinas. We're gonna go in there, get the whole row of aquafinas. Oh, hold on, and throw in like four of them. Uh, what we used four to be drinking? Pizza. No, them what them peach? What the peach drinks we used to be drinking? Oh yeah, the peach sun kiss. The peach sun kiss. We need like four of them a piece. <laughs> we going to clean out that whole the whole uh, got a cooler. got a grocery bag tied shut with ten drinks in it. I'm telling you. Off a meal swipe. That's I feel crazy, like everybody. Man. I feel like everybody knew about the pizza thing, but the drink thing specifically is what I think we 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 definitely was. Money. Nah, I, I feel like I remember the first time niggas peaked that we got that shit with a meal swipe because I remember we, I, I never seen nobody else walk out that bitch with a whole pizza until like the week after we did it the first couple times. I'm like, oh yeah, niggas, it's hip now. 
Them boys know. <laughs> I think you definitely was one of the first people. You probably was the first person to get a whole pizza. Cause I was mainly, I was still just getting two slices, but I was saying that by Crystal the box. I said, hold on now, hold on, cause them Loki, them pieces was big as hell, bro. And it like even price wise, it made sense. Like it was like seven dollars for one slice, sixteen for the whole pizza. I'm like, yeah, that don't make no sense. So man. what the fuck? Hey man, tangibly related to this with the meal swipes. When I first got to Dartmouth, I thought that I didn't realize that. A meal swipe outside of the dining hall was limited to a certain dollar amount. So you go in the dining hall, you know, one meal swipe just cover you, right? And you just go in and eat whatever. And we had this uh place in uh it's called a hop. It's like a little diner, it's like a little to-go diner type thing. You go there, they get like patty melts, subs, all type of shit. So we was going there after um we would go there after practice, like in the spring, because the hop opened way later in the dining hall, but we not knowing like that the like a meal swipe at the don like the meal swipe at the hop only covered like ten dollars worth of food. We just take okay a meal swipe get whatever. Man, it took me like about four five weeks to realize I was damn near in the red for like the dining <laughs> bucks. I'm like man, I thought I, I'm using swipes whole time. It's like one swipe plus five dollars plus seven dollars. Like I don't know. They knocked me across the head, man. To the point I think I, it was a couple times I went negative in DBA. Like at the end of the term, so and then like, and they let y'all go negative, boy. boy. Say that's lovely, boy. You ran out of your flex. Black school. You ran out. You ran out of your flex. You ran. You just ran out. But the thing is, like, if you go negative, just gonna they just gonna tack it on to your bill for the next term. So, but it it always worked out to where it's like, all right, you go negative for the fall, and then the winter, spring come around. They just throw that in there with the bill. If you on like good financial aid, it's just gonna be covered. Exactly. Yeah. So I show it. Yeah, man. Like, <sighs> them was the days, bro. College, man. That's why. And the crazy thought we were so grown in college. Oh, really oh my crazy. goodness. Oh, my that, goodness you know what's crazy about college, bro? It's like, I think the reason why people view it as such a great time, because it's like, you got like adult level freedom, but you still got like childlike desires. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you want to do a lot of the same shit you was already doing or starting to do in high school, but now it's like, Nigga, no sort of rental supervision. You just could do whatever. That's why it's just like niggas. And and on top of that, you have no responsibility for yeah, outside say, TJ, of the class. The main thing is, it's basically you now getting into adulthood, but you don't got none of the responsibilities that come with it. You still got to do school shit, basically. Yeah. So, but by that point, you should be good enough at doing school that it ain't shit, and now you just adulting. Right. No consequences. No responsibilities. Just out there. Dang, I'm thinking another another instant classic moment was when uh P Diddy brought them boys out. Oh yeah, that shit be slipping my mind sometimes. But anytime I see Ron DeSantis' name, it just it pop up. It pop up in my head eventually because nigga, that's really something. Like that's really some history that we lived through, bro. Wait, remember we? It was a tie, both of them, Georgia and Florida. What's the what, Brian what's Kent? The, uh, who was the governor who was trying to run again? What's the name? Uh, not the said that uh, the boy Charlie Chris, no, the black dude, black dude. Yeah, they call him, that they was call the him with the man. They call him with the man. Oh, damn, what's his name? Oh, John oh. Gillum, Andrew Gillum, Andrew, Andrew Gillum, Gillum. Andrew yeah. Gillum, yeah. So it was his, it was his, uh, his like, uh, his campaign thing. He brought P. Diddy out, he brought Gunner out, he right. brought Quavo. Uh, what? Quavo. Who else See, was out there? Y'all niggas are spoiled, man. 
Well, we we had to skip the line again because we all we all jumped in. We all got out the car and jumped into uh what what line that was like the skip line or like a special line you had to have like special tickets for. And the girl at the door was green. She told me, "No, y'all not getting in. Y'all ain't got the in. Y'all ain't getting in." So we jumped over the rail, and when <laughs> when we jumped over the rail, like you could see us standing in the air above everybody. So it's like, like it's a swarm of guests of people waiting in line outside. So as soon as we jumped over, all the girls, hell no, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, but I forgot, I forgot who even let us in. But somebody was like, man, y'all, nigga, I forgot that whole part of the story. Yeah, right. We remember right, like right before we got in, we had to jump, we had to skip the line. That's wild, man. I just remember being in that thing. My nigga Quavo showed up. I was like, oh. Then again, you might have been in there before us. You might have you, but I feel like you skipped the line with us. But you might have been in there. I know because I I came with Sam. It was me, Sam, and uh, Od. I can't remember who else came with us, but I know I rode with Sam because of course he's my roommate. Bruh. I think the most famous person we had at Dartmouth during my time there was Waka Flocka. Yo, turn up. But that was yeah. So <laughs> I'll say Damn. the classic moments for us was like Green Key. That was like our big concert for the like for the spring. It'd be like a main concert. Two chains, Schoolie and Bankroll freshman year. Nope, because I was oh. at uh, what's her name house, Crystal House. She was taking Damn. forever to come out though. Damn, and the crazy part, bro, that shit is forever gone because my Snapchat got deleted. So all my videos and shit from that shit is gone. I think unless I posted one on Twitter. I remember you was tagging tagging us in the video. Y'all kept y'all kept texting, bro. Kyle, where you at? I'm like, man, I'm trying. Wait, no crystal gear dress. Oh my god, my, my nigga, Schoolie was out there, bro. Oh, I remember that boy Two Chains came out there performing the wheelchair. Yeah, but I say then he came back 2017 with uh, 21 Savage. You, bro, do you remember the boy that looked like 21 Savage that went to film? No. Maybe if I see his face, but off the top of my head, no. We've seen a lot of people at FAMU. Must be nice. I say my biggest regret was probably not going to see Future freshman year. What? What? That's low key my biggest regret. Future came freshman year for uh, homecoming. It was September, but like I ain't, I I ain't really know all like that. And the moment kind of like the moment was kind of lost on me. The fact uh-huh. until the day of, I'm like, God damn, my nigga, future is here. That boy I just dropped Dirty Sprite too. This is September 2015. This is like the peak of the run, yep. Bro. Yep. man. And it's only for like 60, I think. But he wasn't at Fam UT. He was at he was like yeah, at he, a was, he was he was he was okay. He was in Tally. Okay, that's yeah. that's the thing. Like y'all had like a like y'all had shit going on off campus, like in the area where it's like. And Dartmouth, it's only like on campus. Outside of like in Hanover, it's really nothing. So you just gotta hang out on campus all day for real. All the rappers came to Tallahassee. Now I'm thinking of thinking about it. Like especially all the up and coming rappers too from Florida. Say, anybody that was on the come up on the rise, them boys are stopping through Tally, boy. So y'all probably seen Kodak at some point. Kodak, yeah, Kodak was on campus. All the time. Oh, when God. when the summer the summer Damn before man, every homecoming, if he was if he wasn't in jail. Yeah, the summer before me and Chris got there, when Greg was in summer school there, Kodak Black was on campus running around in one of the dorms. Oh, wow. 
Like, yeah, that way. Rod Wave did it. Made the, the, one of his right. Videos, made that damn bro. video before he got famous. Before we even knew who he was, that boy was in the cafeteria. I swear to God, but I'm telling you, if me and if any of us was in the cafeteria, we would have died laughing when we heard that boy singing. Wait, what video is this? It's a it's a video. You've seen it before, team. You seen it? Before. I know it started off saying it was. He said it was over before it began. That's all I remember in the video. That boy in the bottom calf, right in yep. front of the pizza place, probably. Yup. Nah, it looked like he was like in the corner where them. Yeah, like, on the right side. Yeah, like where tropical smoothie and shit is at. But did he go to family? He was just there visiting. Nah, he was visiting. I, I don't. I guess I don't we know. We do not know. He was, doing he was there. Confirm no deny. <laughs> I don't think he went to school, so I think he was just there. My dog Ryan dropping the album soon too. I saw. I seen you just drop. What the name of his song was? You just dropped. I don't know. I don't keep up with him. I just seen him drop an album soon. Hey, that boy Rod way low key man. Like that nigga. Like awesome. Like look, all his albums don't went platinum at this point, man. Like he, I ain't gonna let that nigga don't impress me. I was, I was a fan initially. I don't listen to him as much now, but overall, that nigga got a hell of a career. At this point. Yeah, about like that nigga, one of the biggest stars, low key. Like he one of the underground kings right now. Like he's somebody that got a solid fan base, but don't, that don't always get brought up. But he always. Gonna say, do his I numbers. feel like I ain't hear nothing about him no recently. Well, I don't even go not even say recently. Since like the beginning of twenty twenty two. Hey, that man. boy got a Who? song out. Yeah. That shit called. It's called. Uh, I forgot what that shit. Any letter yeah. or something or something. Like I'm that. a tombstone when they bury me. Hey man, why nah, great? Why like, you pick like his like name, feelings. bro? It, it got some. It's it's something about feelings or something. You just yeah, looking at his name, T. I see. I'm like, I, I, I sitting there. I'm like, this gotta be Greg. This nigga always trolling, bro. <laughs> of course. Finally, finally, a master beta. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, a master beta. He go around debating people. His last song was called "Fight the Feeling." Yeah, that's that's the one that he that been playing on the radio. But that shit is not good, boy. I ain't listening to that boy. Tell me, don't my dog's out there barking. What the fuck? Also, we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So, also another anniversary this week, the 10 year anniversary of Control. What y'all thoughts? No, this week a lot. Control by SZA. No, by uh the, by the Kendrick Lamar, Big Sean, Jay Electronica. Oh, they're talking about the crate. Oh, damn! And that goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Quit Wale. T. McNeil, ASAP Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, Jay Electron, Tyler McMiller. You know, looking back at it, it was not that impressive. It was just more so like the shock value of calling niggas out explicitly. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, it, it was more of like a competitive spirit, I feel like, than like really controversial, if that makes sense. Yeah, but... It's lame. I ain't gonna lie. How, how often do y'all go back? To, how often do y'all go back to that song? I ain't listened to it in years, bro. I, I ain't hear it since it first dropped. I, I, I probably play it once a year, once or twice a year, just for the nostalgic purposes. I ain't gonna lie. This record, they do not be having no longevity to me. Would you consider that a diss, though? Uh, no. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't really a diss. It was just more so like a like a little competitive call. Like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was just like n- niggas don't really do that in general. I think that's what don't he general. say 
I got respect for y'all, but I want to murder y'all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Who said that? Kendrick Lamar in, in, in the control verse. When he when he was saying he called he called them all out when he was calling them all out he's named all the people he's like I got respect for all of y'all but I'm trying to murder y'all but he talking about you know he talking about on the on the on the song lyrically which is why it's lame. If you bruh, that's what bro think about like all the lyrical rappers that we know or just the general concept of lyrical rap it's always about like how good I am lyrically it's as opposed to like telling a real story bro I don't know how to explain it I feel like niggas is just like sometimes rap just you know, rap about how good they can rap instead of just like really like substance, like telling you a real story. It's just like you know what I mean. It's just like I'm gonna like I'm gonna just say a bunch of like complex lines, but they ain't really saying too much. Like this shit just you feel me? We just rapping a rap, damn near. You know what I'm mean? I agree with you 100. percent That's why I low key stopped listening to J Cole at one at a, at a certain point in time. Cause I feel like mainly most of his songs, at least the, like the popular songs that he was dropping recently, is basically doing that, or, or like, or like trying to compare his lyrics to guns. I'm like, I do, I do not like that, boy. Yeah, I swear to God, I don't like. If that's so lame to me. How you killing people, but lyrically, boy, you is lame. And then it's like I feel like niggas be basing the whole lyrical stuff on the on the production, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll take the flow and production, and if it sounds kind of old school, it's like this is real rap. But it's like, nigga, you ain't like you could really if you could just take words apart, like just take those straight words from like some of the best, like I don't know, like a thug or a future song, and it's like any old like you know boom bap type of song or like lyrical type song. It's like, bro, it's going to be some, like, you're going to find some substance in, like, these quote-unquote, like, mainstream or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. trap songs, man. It's just the way this shit packaged, niggas will just write it off immediately. But I don't know, man. But, yeah, the main point is just about how, like, sometimes the lyrical shit don't, don't really be talking about nothing. Like, if you writing if you writing raps about how good you can rap, it's like, all right, bro, that shit played out, man. This ain't 1980 no more. I'm thinking about, you got to be thinking about that boy Logic now. Oh my god! <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, he did come to my mind too, Kyle. But that boy logic. That boy did a freestyle. That was it. And you know, I be rapping. I be rapping. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that I burn. I be rapping. Clearly, you rapping right now, fool. Who would y'all say is bigger, Kendrick or J Cole? Kendrick by a long shot. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We shall see when J. Cole drop his album. Nah, Cole's a legend, Cole bro, but, but Kendrick's just that guy. I still think J. Cole might have a bigger, a more widespread fan base than Kendrick. He might, he might, though. I can see it. Because he, he, he the more... He like, more accessible. And he, people see him as more down-to-earth than, than Kendrick. Even though Kendrick is semi down to earth but he more secretive and hiding and J. Cole be out more in the public so something that I was talking about this past week which is tangibly related to this topic so something that's always I ain't gonna say it's always on my mind but it's not too far from my mind is around the time of the Drake Meek Mill shit in 2015 Ice Cube did in an interview when he was saying that, like, you really only get three good years 
as the top artists before you kind of start falling off. So I was kind of trying to put that in perspective of Drake in 2015 when he said that niggas was looking at Drake like, damn, he in the midst of his top three years when in reality that niggas top three years was probably 2015 to 2018 and now he kind of falling off. Um, but saying all that, outside of Drake, because my main my point in bringing this up was kind of Drake, J. Cole, and Kendra was able to escape that little three years shit. So yeah. even then, we could probably pick a three years that people would kind of agree was their peak kind of thing. Can y'all think of anybody who might have been an exception to that three year rule? Because like Honestly. even like for example, Fifty Cent. From 2003 to 2006, then he dropped I Get Money in 07, and then it was pretty much a fall-off after that. Like, anybody you can think of, like, even, like, DMX from 1996 to 1999, and then kind of start falling off, or, like, Jay-Z from whenever, like... Kanye West's fall-off was, was, I mean, it took longer than three years for Kanye West to drop. What would you say is the three-year window, though? I would say the start would be... uh. Damn, I don't even know because what was the what was the time difference between graduation and my beautiful twisted dark fantasy? Graduation is 2007, dark fantasy is 2010. But don't forget 808s and heartbreak dropped 2008. Oh, yeah, so then, so then, yeah, his 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 because he ain't fall off until Jesus from then, he was still a top one of the top, top but even, people. but even uh, what's the name, Life of Pablo still was like. That 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 was 2016. He still was kind of up. I feel like that yep. album was like like that shit kind of like I want to say him up, brought back him back up a little. Yeah, because it was like, better than it was it was received better than uh Jesus. Yeah, but get this, I would even argue that maybe his peak. Like, all right, so yes, music wise, we can agree that Jesus, the life is Pablo, is probably not necessarily his lowest, but it's like he ain't it ain't the highest of his heights. But mm-hmm. overall popularity, you got to think from 2013 and 2016, that's when the whole Yeezy fashion shit really started to blow up. Yeah. Kind of culminating in 2016 with the Yeezy boost and all that shit. So at the while he may not have been at his peak musically, just overall celebrity-wise, he might still have been the biggest he'd ever been to that point in the midst of those three years. Yeah, that's around Kim K time, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I'm gonna say, yep, yeah. yep. Hey, you know who else, though? I was saying is that has gone past the three year mark. That boy, Future Super Future. But I will say, Future is on his downturn right now. TJ, I don't know. I you said he on his what? Future Street would be 2015 <laughs> to 2018. Here's what I here's how I would speak against that, Chris. <laughs> Cause I hold on, let me pull up his discography. But I feel like he, I feel like the last album with low key like extended his run a little. He not really in a run, but I feel like the last album he just did with the song "Wait for You." I feel that like show you that nigga still got it, man. I feel like in a number one hit like this late in your career, show you so like the nigga still relevant. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I was but he not. I don't think he necessarily saying relevant. He's saying as like you the number. Oh, not at the guy. peak of their popularity. Yo. Okay. okay. The absolute the peak. biggest thing type shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The peak ain't gonna. I would say the peak ain't last. Damn. Mm. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. Dirty Sprite Two came out in 2015. Yeah. 
Do I don't shit. know, bro. Cause they peeped this, right? Remember, he went on that run of albums like. Remember, Future and Hendrix dropped like the same year, right? Because that's yeah. 2017. I've been like two weeks apart. That's 2017, right? So DS2 dropped 2015, right? Mm. 2016, he dropped Evil. It wasn't the highest received album, but it was still like. He was dropping hellers. He dropped what else? He dropped Purple Rain. He dropped all that 2016. So look, oh yeah, okay. Evil was the only studio album. The rest of it was mixtapes like Purple Rain and 56 Nights, right? But then boom. Well, nah, y'all. Okay, you might be right, Chris, because the Wizard came out in 2019. That's probably not like that's not as well received as other stuff. I thought the Wizard was 18, but even then, if it's 19, that makes it's sense early. Too. It's like January 19, so like I think the Wizard was. Well, yeah, I guess it wasn't that receipt. I'm thinking more of that other one. What's that one with High of Life? Yes, that that album is not good. I don't Wait, even I got that shit on my phone. I don't even know what album that is, boy. That's, so that's the one with the black and white cover. That's the, the one we got the song with Drake, right? The, yeah. Um, the working oh, on the weekend. Hey, yo, yo, that, 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 that song. Oh, damn. That I album is not good at all. I must not know what album. It, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, it's, the, it's the album with him on top of the car. And he got his hands out? Yeah, it's yeah. like black and white. Yeah. Oh, you sleep. That's the one with accepting all my flaws and all that and that shit. That album is not good. Yeah, and it got posted with demons, oh, Gary. Man. Oh, posted with demons was nice though. I ain't gonna lie. Posted with demons. Uh, posted with demons nice. Let me go to that motherfucker. We got the future Avenger over here. He just when that shit first <laughs> dropped, none of the songs really grabbed me. That's why I didn't save it to my phone. That, that's why none of them songs to this day is in my rotation. The yellow level outside the album. for when I tracked in the what? what? Nah, that rotten strikers. Good. They're up the river. Oh my god, bro. Y'all niggas, man. <laughs> I can't believe you niggas, man. That out of space bitch. Oh my goodness. Hold on, dude. That album got all bad on there. All bad. Yes, nigga. Okay, all right. That's two songs I like. <laughs> that's two songs I like. All bad on there. Last name, Tycoon. Nigga, life is good. Life is good. I let that slide. Y'all hey, that's true, you know? We could um two boy. I do not want no you uh young boy. That solitaire's on there with Travis Scott. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, saying through your run, you mean like popularity relative to the artist's own career or just to the industry as a whole? Uh, I think the initial perspective is you only really get, I think Ice Cube's point was you get three years to really have that crossover success where you transcend hip hop and you kind of are a household name, period, in the music industry. Before you kind of come back and just be in be the top of the hip hop realm, like three years at the top of music period. Before you kind of get reined back in, and your stars start dimming a little bit, and you're not as big of a star as you once was. I feel like an interesting, interesting person to look at on that topic would be Tyler the Creator, because that nigga low key has transcended hip hop and kind of stayed there. Like, granted, when you think of hip hop, like now, like people not turning to like. Most people not gonna say Tyler is a favorite rapper, like in general. But you think about how big our future was back in the day, and then like how how big he is now. Like he ain't really have a fall off. I feel like, but he didn't have a fall off. But he alienated a lot of his fan base because he kind of denounced the shit that got him popular in the first place with the whole rape image imagery or whatever. Like. That nigga, obviously, he matured, so he kind of wanted to distance himself away from that, and that turned off a lot of his fan base. But he got and a lot of new fans, too, up. so it balanced out. 
the whole group broke up too, so that messed up the you know. True enough. And tangibly related, not tangibly related. This is actually dead on related. Them boys just performed for the first time together last night. I think they took the picture. Uh, I I, I don't want to say it was the whole I Future. I wasn't a big I Future fan, so I don't know all the members, but definitely. Earl and uh, Tyler, the creator, was on stage together for the first time in a little minute last night. Then they I know what you call like, them. Don't don't don't. All the members and shit. What's the bird? No, Haji Beaks and what was the other blue name? Who used to be with Haji Beaks? Talking about Domo Genesis. No, Left Brain. Left Brain, yeah, Left Brain and and, and Haji, uh, Left Brain and dang, what was the other dude name? Domo Genesis. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, hey, y'all want to know something crazy? You know that boy Haji Beats got a kid from Nelly Furtado. If y'all know who that is, damn, no. she's like a pop star. Yeah, she, they, got, no. they got a kid together. That boy did it. <laughs> and this was some shit. Like I ain't finding shit out until like literally a couple months ago. Nelly Furtado still make music? No, I doubt it. She don't got I feel like she, she had still the got one money. song with. She had like the one little era. She was working with Timberland. Then after that, I ain't never heard Promiscuous girl. Whatever you I'm all alone. It is you that I want. That shit was funny, bro. The crazy yeah, part, man, Timberland, Timberland really made that girl. She ain't got no talent. Timberland had a string of hits in like from 2006 to 2009. That boy was really showing his bag. Promiscuous girl. Oh, I know she ain't. I'm gonna need you to say something, baby. I know she ain't writing out one lyric on that song. I feel like he wrote the whole song. She was just rapping. He made the beat. He sung the chorus. That boy made her man. I know what you want. Hey, as artists, do y'all think y'all could ever write a verse for a woman? Yes. Yeah. Easily. (laughs) Then again, no. I can barely even write a little song. Easily, bro. Could I write a verse for a woman? Yes, but I could do uh, that. I could write one for uh, what's that girl name? Sexy Red. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's it gonna sound like? Oh my god, that boy goes bouncing on that dick in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be that boy more Cal- <laughs> gonna wrap his fantasy. And, hold on, boy, watch your mouth, boy. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be more like. <laughs> it's gonna be more like about getting money and finessing people. You know, they gonna have that bitch out here rapping like Lord Hill. <laughs> I'm gonna rap a rap for Jaina. Hey, quick, hey. get sixteen. Hey, quick, cor- <laughs> quick correction. I guess they didn't. They don't got a kid, but they did date at some point. I misread that. My bad. But yeah, uh, he, was, he was dating that she girl. Aborted so. it. Ah, t- <laughs> come on now, relax. Come on, <laughs> relax. This, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you a bad lot of people from our future, though. Bro, think, bro. Remember the um? I think it's a group called the Internet. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, she was yeah. part of that. Bro, like, them Internet. niggas branched off and did a lot of shit, man. Like, I don't know, but that shit legendary. I remember Even that though... boy, Mike G, the worst rapper. I remember, it was a nigga with the dreads, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember him, yeah. Bro, remember, hey, remember the song thing was called, what was the one when Frank Ocean got on there and started rapping? It was uh, a OD. Oh, man, that shit was so hard, bro. But Pete, Pete Game, man. That nigga had a line in the thing. He was like, I, I'm hot and I'm bi. Wait, I mean, I'm straight. Yeah, a few years later. Wait, what? Just, go back to the song, man. He had a song. <laughs> he had a line in it. He was like, Yo. I'm hot and I'm bi. Wait, I mean, I'm straight. And it just went over nigga's head. It was like, oh, like it was a, a bar. What song is it? That shit do sound familiar, bro. It's called it's Oldie. Oh, I know when it was freestyling. With Frank yeah. Oldie. And that boy Jasper Hill was broke, I believe. 
I think that's when Earl had first came back to All uh, Future too. When he when he got out of uh, what's that thing called? They actually they made it seem like he like he went to jail or something. That boy right. went to Free a boot Earl. camp. Or, like, he went to like yeah, a boot camp or some shit. Yeah, but yeah, he said that in the line. It was just like, oh, that was a that was a funny bar. And then turn out this nigga actually, you know, that boy. I Let's, that get I Let's, Let's get boy, bread together. That boy, that boy been gained this whole time. Quickly. <laughs> hey, so what's your opinion on Frank Ocean, man? I feel y'all feel like what the fuck? I don't really know any of his new songs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is he like a superstar, but real. So like all I knew is um like Nova came. Like before he got real big, and then thinking about you when that shit, you know, blew up. I ain't gonna lie, that shit low key a good song, but I don't listen really listen to him like that. But a potato, <laughs> hey, that pyramids. I'm gonna tell you, pyramids on the oh, yeah, horn. pyramids was nice too. Yeah, pyramids, uh, don't listen to Forrest Gump. I realized that he was talking about a boy, that shit was crazy. Man, <laughs> some niggas from my high school, bro. I remember them niggas was like, hey, bro, you listen to Frank Ocean, look at that Forrest Gump. I played that show. I'm like, had to cut that shit. Oh, had to cut that shit. Oh, like, oh my god. That boy said, "Forrest Gump, you run my mind." No, (laughs) (laughs) no. And I actually liked the song at first too, bro. Shit had me feeling the weight. Hold on, Greg. Not like that, bro. (laughs) Damn. That boy was having saying, like, After I realized it was about a boy, that shit had me mad because I'm like, damn. It took me a little minute to catch the catch the the lyrics. You know, as a child, you don't really be paying attention to shit like that for real. Damn. Nigga was singing it, and before he knew it, he put a little tinkle <laughs> in his stomach. I know. No. <laughs> man, look, man, look, man. I'm, I'm over Isaiah Rashad being the glizzy gobbler. But look, check it out. <laughs> the more I listen to that boy, man, I'll be like, dang, bro, I knew it, man. I should have known. That boy on that boy on headshots on his news on, on his last album. That boy said, It been it feel good since the since the brother been back, but your boy done changed, change, 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 change. <laughs> that boy said it three times. He let us know he trying to let you know some blabbers, man. Oh my god. Tomorrow, but your boy done change, 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 change. You don't know how long he been like that, man. Cause he transitioned to be a homosexual. First off, in one of his older songs before he blew up, uh, that boy said he had a, his girl pregnant, like in, in outside, but he was in jail. He said he was happier in jail. I said, <gasps> I said wait, Damn, why we all about like this before time. Sylvia demo? <laughs> yeah, this before Sylvia demo. This uh, it's like a little tape he got out called Pieces of a Kid. You can find it like on SoundCloud. Like, that oh. boy said I was happier in jail. I used to be singing that part with my heart, like y'all about to feel it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Oh man, he disrespected. Hey, it's a lot on Sylvia demo. I feel like that kind of like it looked kind of funny in retrospect, but I gotta find it to really know. All I know is that boy got a song called Banana that looked funny in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Zay. If you drop something, I'm gonna still support you. Just don't rap. Just you don't need to address the gayness. Right. No more rapping. leaking. No more tapes leaking, man. Oh, probably wasn't his fault, man. I don't think I ain't he... gotta watch it. It is who else fault it is, TJ. 
Probably somebody dick. licked it on him. He probably ain't want to play. He shouldn't be doing that anyway. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That dirt. shit banana low-key start gay too if it's the song that I remember it being. You should not be doing that, bro. That is watch the first lyrics. If, if it's the song, I think it is. Watch the first thing you say, boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In my mouth. That's what he does. <laughs> Shut <That's> up. A- <laughs> that boy gonna say, ever since I was young, I had a gift with the tongue. Oh! My boy talking about rap. No, he doesn't. Yo, Matt Aries just always had a gift of the tongue. This shit might open the door. He said, Give up the tongue. Twenty two book, puffing a boat. There it is. Look, man, look, man, look, man. Supposedly, he's, he don't even, well, I don't know if he's still on this, but I know in Joe Button podcast, he said he don't know what he could call himself. He don't think he's gay. I was like, I don't know what you call it. If you put a dingaling in your mouth, you get it. But <laughs> so, so I feel like if he put out music, he not go. It's gonna be the same thing. He should not have. Uh, he don't need to address the gayness, bro. Just keep rapping. How Man, you the son's tirade was so good too, bro. You just, just do not rap. Just, I mean, just keep rapping. You still have sex with girls, apparently. So you say. So just keep I feel like if a video ever come out and you doing some gay shit, bro, no woman on earth will respect this one. They not. Girls like my people too. All girls. Not, 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 not necessarily. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Cal. That shit not, bro. You already know how that shit is down here, boy. Oh, I feel like oh, they, they oh. just, they'll say it like on a, in the open to be like politically correct, but for the most part, bro, they's not fucking with. They you, not bro. going for that. That boy rich, man. I don't, I don't do nothing. That would you think, huh? I'm that boy you, can't have no kids, bro. He already got children. Oh my god, he already got kids. And it's a video of him out here sucking dick, bro. That is crazy. And like, you know, he got a son. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, man. Nigga about to go to middle school and have hell, bro. They got to put that nigga on. They got to watch that nigga. I don't know. <laughs> By the time he keep growing up, times probably do be done changed. No, like, man. They not, not all. Man. He not. They not of our generation. So. They not of our generation, but damn, nigga. <laughs> like, his child, like, probably, like, five, six years old. Still, bro. Well, yeah, they ain't gonna know. Unless some, uh, a teacher or somebody I'm saying, by the time he gets to, like, school. middle school or something like that, that uh, the way the society going, probably yeah, down to the Oh, yeah, they probably won't care. But still, hell no, bro. I won't even play like that. Hey, man, it is what it is, man. This man, this man, Michael Lee. Boy Isaiah Rashad, shout out. Even though my dog Kendrick left. Yeah, Kendrick left. Schoolboy Q don't rap no more. Who they? they J Rock ain't make nothing since when? They rap long enough. They don't need to rap no more if they don't feel like rapping. No, I'm sure they made enough money. Right, it's supposed to be the next generation. Uh, that nigga Reason, Isaiah Reason. Rashad was one of them. But Sir, I never, I never listened to Reason. Hey, you know, uh, Dolce, Dolce, I think her name. She on TD. I didn't realize that. Damn, they don't fuck with her because she black, man. That's crazy. She doing numbers though, and she she always performing festivals. So like, her name not as like, it ain't in the mix the same way like Sexy Red, Glorilla, them type of rappers is. But she doing pretty well from what I can see. Did we talk yeah. about the new Double XL freshman people? <laughs> A long time ago, I believe. It wasn't. And we was. 
Yeah, we were saying we ain't know none of them niggas for real that was on there. No, wait, you you sure was this year, Greg? I feel like we ain't bring I'm up. Say, I don't think we talked about him this year. You sure, bro? I don't. Cause y'all think it was little. It was people we, we like. We had a little Tyler on there. Central C. Yeah, I'm telling you, we, it was niggas. We was like, bro, we don't really know none of these niggas' music. We talked about it on the podcast. We talked. Oh, did y'all talk about it on Instagram? Because I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Hold on, let me just pull up, let me pull up the list. Yeah, I don't know none of them niggas, but I don't think we talked about it. Tell you we had to talk about it on the pod, bro, because I wouldn't know that we didn't know none of them niggas. You just know I say that every year. Nah. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> say it every year. I don't be I be knowing them, but I don't be knowing Nah, Greg, Greg might cause there's a lot of names. Okay. We might have talked about it because it is a lot of names on here we just don't listen to. So like y'all boys probably listen to DC to Don, I'm assuming. Who? He yeah, he was on the list. Sleazy World Go, but he got the TikTok song. Uh Lola Brooks, she got the song Don't Play With It. I'm looking at this list. I do not know these. I do not so, know like the Yeah, we might have talked about it, but I don't remember it though. And then remember remember the nigga Too Rare, the nigga was on there dancing and shit. Oh bro, I fuck with Too Rare, but that nigga could not rap, bro. That nigga like, can't rap at all. That boy, that boy he, could. That boy ran out of bars and he, just started shaking his hips in the freestyle. He could, bro. Think about, think about the song he got famous off of, bro. It's a dancing song. Like it, it was just one of them, the Philly ass, like hip shaking songs, bro. So he ain't really got to rap for real on that motherfucker. He just got to say some shit that rhymes. But no, the funny thing is, I got a two rare song in my library from like 2017, 2018, because I seen it on the Instagram ad. And that boy was actually rapping. Look at a rare story, bro. Like, that boy was actually, like, it was a good song. And then I remember I, like, when I added Cupid to the, this is a Cupid Shuffle song, whatever it's called, to the library. And I went back. I'm like, damn, I really, I've been peeped this nigga a long time ago. But it wasn't no dancing music back then. He was just, like, a regular rapper. So, uh, hey, did the boy, so the boy Boston Richie, he beat the snitch allegations? Man, I don't know, but I'm going to say this. That nigga is raw as hell, bro. <laughs> I don't care if he snitched on my cousin. That nigga hard. No, I ain't listen, man. That nigga is hard, bro. I don't listen. I don't need such my old girl, none of my homeboys. That nigga boys. beat the snitch allegations, I... and he beat the fam you allegations. The fam you allegations. That nigga ain't beat nothing. They got him on video. <laughs> hey, the coach is like, hey, hey, we... of it, though. Nah, then they suspend team activities or some shit yeah. like that? Bro, they yeah. suspended team activities for I'm talking week. about for him. <laughs> oh, for him, yeah, nah, nah, the yeah. team? That don't nah, he going to get in trouble, though. Yeah, but so he can't get in trouble for that. But why did the coach get mad, though? Like, it's, it's, it's not the coach, bro. The coach don't, I don't think the coach would have gave a fuck, bro. It's the organization. You got to remember, fam, you is a whole brand, bro. And then that nigga talking about sucking dick and getting head and all that shit, bro. That shit look crazy. Imagine if, got, imagine if that nigga did that shit at Alabama. Boy, Saban <laughs> set the whole stadium <laughs> on fire. Boy, Nick Saban would have a fucking stroke. <laughs> now him, he'll he'll snap so hard the players gonna have a stroke out of pure fear and anxiety, boy. Nigga, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck? Them boys will be out there and that he bear crawling on turf. Oh my god, bro. On turf, nigga. And we in college, <laughs> you got me bear crawling. Nigga got me fucked up. Put me in the portal. What <laughs> <laughs> a god. I'm, I'm taking my shit to LSU. Hey man, while we got the we just talked about the freshman list, I seen a video the other day on YouTube saying how like little Tyler might not be in the most ideal position right now. 
This like this basically is like obviously his music good. He got a lot of popularity, but niggas basically saying he got thrusted into the limelight a little too fast to where it's like he got raw talent, but it ain't giving him time to really develop his like lyricism and like sound and shit like that. How's like, he supposed to control that dude, bro? I mean, it's kind of beyond his control, but I think from the label standpoint, they kind of could have the label. Like, I guess artist they, development don't really exist as much in the labels now, but if it did, I think the labels could have like slow played his success a little more because he kind of blew up fast. Like, but I mean, he, the music was just that catchy. But at the same time, it's like they could have they could have tapered it off a little bit to where it was like this Boy, thing like an overnight celebrity type shit. You know, what hey, I mean? this 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 low key it's still in music, but it's it's not about Lil Tyler. I heard a, a Yachty and a Jid song, boy. That nigga Yachty was sliding on that shit. I cannot even lie. That boy was really rapping, like not like on no like Detroit type rap, but like or like no, that nigga was just spitting, bro. I was like, hold on, boy, that shit, this shit flamed. That Jid come on there and fuck up the goddamn like that shit. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it, bro. Like the way Jid was rapping, his flow did not go with how Yachty was sounding, bro. Yachty was really rapping like some like an Atlanta nigga, bro. That boy Jig came on that bitch trying to rap lyrical miracle and shit. That shit did not sound good. I am not a fan of JRD at all, bro. I have not listened to him yet, but he got a. It's a thing, bro. It's a lot of these niggas. It's like you won't fuck with their music, but they got so many fans, bro. Like, may it's probably like it just depends on your taste, but like I don't get the appeal of some of these niggas, bro. Yeah, I'm not saying he ass, but it's just I don't understand how he's so big. We because he's a lot of them people. He one of them people who 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 talk about how they rap lyrically, but use the gun as the metaphor. He's oh man! <laughs> I do not like that. Oh boy! I spit fire like a <laughs> lame, bro. I spit fire like a dragon. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> imagine my tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, end up rapping like a mid-aged white man. <laughs> I want to hear that, man. And and it's because he kind of like. Like he like one of them 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 Andre three thousand followers type of type of flow with the weird voice and then try to act like they're alien and when they talking be weird on purpose. He's about act like an alien. Like, like he's trying to be like eclectic. Like I, I get what you're saying. Like <laughs> he used like a high pitched voice and weird. He do, but hey, he got a song where he singing. That nigga actually could sing though. That's the crazy part because he got that he got that uh Macy Gray type voice. <laughs> Gee, but it sound good because he a man, no homo. Macy Gray, boy, she like it's like she don't never drink water and just smoke hella Newports. Bro, I'm telling you, when she was on when she was on uh training, I was like, yeah, boy, I know exactly why your voice sound like that. You a rookie. <laughs> yeah, rookie coffee. I was like, boy, I pray to God. <laughs> I pray, I pray to God I'll never come across no bitch like this. <laughs> you gotta put her in handcuffs off top. Immediately. You know what, bitch? Come here. Put <laughs> your ass down. I'll, I'll release you when it's time to go. But bitch, you got me fucked up. Man, I looked at a picture of Macy Gray to make sure I know y'all was talking about. Man, she got an afro and one of these pics look like Medusa, man. I <laughs> Them curls like extra tight and wavy. That shit look crazy, man. Nigga said Medusa. Bitch out here turning niggas into stone. That's probably why the elk turned into stone. 
<laughs> crazy. That whole talk like she got it. Like she need an oil change. <laughs> hey, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it felt like water has not touched her throat in like years. years. Like, <laughs> like if she drink, uh, if she drink a cold glass of water with lemon in that bitch, boy, her insides go explode. She mess around drinking a spike <laughs> or a ginger ale. Ah, that shit. Oh, <laughs> hey, y'all know that old Sprite commercial with Drake and that boy expand like a robot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> girl. Her shit gonna be just like that in a motherfucking. <laughs> A goddamn, you know the little radio shit that the people that smoke cigarettes use. That shit gonna fall out, and you gotta change the battery. (laughs) (laughs) Change the battery. Shout out to Macy Gray. You still a legend? I don't fuck with you. (laughs) Nah, I don't. Shout out Macy Gray, man. I I know. Yeah, with the topic list though, man. I don't want to get too far off. The only thing we ain't discussed yet was the Michael Orr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the cons- the conservation, whatever it's called. Yeah, for those unfamiliar with the situation, the movie The Blind Side is based off of former Louisville and Baltimore Ravens offensive lineman Michael Orr. Uh, according to the narrative in the movie, he was a dumb, homeless kid uh, on the verge of just being a bum in life, and then the white family came and saved him. Uh, had him use his size to become a great offensive lineman and earned a scholarship to go to Ole Miss, ended up getting drafted into the league. So uh, for years, Michael Orr has said that the movie kind of portrayed him wrong, that he wasn't necessarily as fucked up as the movie made it seem. And now it's come out that he was under a conservatorship as opposed to being adopted. So the big thing in the movie was this family adopted him, made him part of the family, and he went on to become an NFL player because the family loved him or whatever and took them under his wing. When in reality, he was already a five-star recruit going into his senior year of high school when he moved in with the family. And he turned 18, I think, either before his senior year or right after his senior year started. And they could have legally adopted him, but instead of having him sign adoption papers once he turned 18, he signed. they had him sign conservatorship papers, which... If y'all, if y'all will recall the Britney Spears situation, Britney Spears is under conservatorship, and it basically gives you it gives the right to your accounts to the people that you signed it over to. So with Britney Spears, it was her dad. With Michael Orr, it was this family. So um, once he was under the conservatorship, they were able to basically negotiate what college he went to, which it was kind of a no-brainer for him to go to Ole Miss because, like you said, they – took him into his house. They took him into their house and they went to Ole Miss too. So they kind of was like, they kind of steered him to Ole Miss. One, the old boy a coach too? Uh, he, he ain't coach at Ole Miss. That was just at high school. I don't even think he coached at high school. Man, I thought that boy was a coach or something. I think he was just a booster. I think he was a booster at Ole Miss. But the reason why the conservatorship matters is because I, we can presume, let's presume he wasn't getting no money at Ole Miss or whatever. He makes it to the NFL. That contract, they're still over his finances once he makes it to the NFL with the conservatorship, let alone the movie. So that's really the big point. What the reason why he's coming back into the news is because he feels like they didn't give him his fair share of the profits from the movie, which is rumored that. The wife, the dad, and then the two kids each got $250,000 a piece and then get like a percentage of the royalties for the movie, and Michael Orr gets nothing. 
But uh, initially they said, I think they said he turned it down. He, I think they was gonna give him a hundred thousand for the movie. For the whole, yeah, movie? not the family. The people who made the movie was gonna give him a hundred thousand. That's it. That shit. Yeah. But I think he he was like they trying him, so he he ain't take it or whatever. So I think they just ended up like distributing it to the family. Foolish. If I and also, yeah. I think <laughs> also the um the fact that he was getting the NFL some one of the articles was saying like he was getting paid from the NFL, so he kind of like lost sight of the movie money in a sense. I can't even something like that. Like he kind of yeah. didn't realize it or something until it's too late. And look, that's thing, crazy uh, to think he getting paid from the NFL and he not even in control of their finances. So not only are they finances from the movie, they in control from the finances from his NFL career too. I thought yeah. no, I thought I thought he was getting he was getting all his bread from that. I it ain't no way you could get out of that shit. He still was in the NFL contract, but he's still under a conservatorship at the end of the day. So they still have final say over his shit. That's what I'm saying. Still making money from her music, but they still her dad was still in control of it. She didn't she couldn't just get the bread whenever she wanted. They can no, they came out, they came out recently and they they let it be known that they let him do whatever he wanted to do with his money. Like his money was still coming to him. Like he won, like they want control that. But the, the movie the day, situation they still could have took it if they wanted it. I, I understand. They but, probably was skimming and, shit off the top this whole time without him. And knowing. the thing he 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 knew he knew about the conservative uh, the, 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 the the word. I can't even say the word. He knew about it because he wrote about it in his twenty eleven book, but he didn't know he just found out what the conservatorship like he didn't meant. know the implications of it. He Until, thought it just meant yeah. that he was part of their family. Exactly. He thought he he thought it was adoption papers. But all right, so they if if we presume they got two hundred fifty thousand apiece plus royalties from the movie. All right, so the budget for the box for the blind side was twenty nine million. Oh, that shit made three hundred million at the box office. So it did ten times the budget was. So if they got royalties from that, that's crazy. They probably got some M's on that from that. Got to They gotta have some M's. I would say at the most they probably got like probably eight. I feel like at the most like eight percent of what what was going on. I feel like they didn't get hella royalties off it. So I don't know what was crazy to think about. I never <laughs> even seen The Blind Side to this day. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's not. It's, it's, it's not straight. Good. It's not a bad movie. It's straight. She, bro, this lady in the movie, the mama go into the hood with a gun, bro, and she like looking for him, like, where's? Have you seen Michael? And a nigga, it's a nigga sitting on the porch, like, yeah, white snowflake, like that shit is crazy, bro. It's low key racist in a sense, bro. Like she, she's like, have you seen Michael? And she's like, yeah, snowflake. He's like, what you got? No, he said something. He tried. He like flirting with her. She was like, he said, so you, you can't be coming around here unprotected or whatever. She's like, trust me, I'm, I'm protected. He's like, what you got in there? A little 22 special? She's like, no, no he said, a, a little Saturday night special? He like, she like, no, but it worked, it worked fine. It, uh, it worked fine every day of the week, though. It worked fine every day of the week. And she walked off acting like she was black. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? That bitch. <laughs> the, the, nigga, the, nigga, the nigga was like, he had a do-rag on with a wife beater. He was a big-ass cocky nigga, bro. I'm like, why would y'all put this nigga... As somebody that would be in a, he didn't even look like a hood nigga, bro. He just like a, a regular dude, bro. But he had a do-rag and a t-shirt. <laughs> like, that was it, bro. He just like a regular nigga. Like they just put pulled the nigga that was back there working behind the scenes. Like, hey bro, come out here and do this real quick. <laughs> we got you, we'll give you some chips. That that shit was low-key kind of racist. And this nigga was the biggest black nigga on the team, bro. Oh, we talking about low-key kind of racist. That whole movie basically racist. But I say the premise of 
a white woman having to teach this nigga how to play football. And they act like that's racist as fuck. Bro, in the movie, they, they made it seem like this nigga was just like autistic or something, bro. Like, like he was just like, oh, well. And that's his biggest gripe now is basically yeah. that. Like, <laughs> he was once like, he bro. got to the league, the way they portray him, he feel like that shit impacted his career because it made like front offices and shit that he think that he wasn't going to be able to like learn the playbook and shit because he was slow because that's what they show in the movie when in reality that was the furthest from the truth like that boy was a good student he just didn't have the stable home life so he wasn't able to keep his grades up and shit and even outside of it, it was semi making the scene like in the movie like she was teaching him how to play like how to be aggressive yeah, she, was like, like that. she was like that's me and that's she was like the quarterback is me the running back is little Tui. you cannot let nobody date hurt him like, yeah. He don't like he don't understand and, football. That man and that nigga, football his whole life. Cause the next play, cause the first couple of plays, the nigga was just olaying shit, like just letting niggas blow past his ass. Then the like the when she talked to him, she was like, hold on. She walked down to the field. She had a person shit. She was like, yeah. And then I'm the quarterback. You can't let nothing happen to me. And then <laughs> the next play, that nigga was the pulling guard or the pulling tackle boy. That uh-huh. nigga. <laughs> that nigga I ain't was on one of the players shit. he take somebody to the to the bleachers or something. Yeah, that nigga was folding shit, boy. I would have been chopping his big ass every time. <laughs> his, his fat ass was gonna slow up for sure. I was gonna break some shit. <laughs> Die right in that nigga shit. Boy, <laughs> fuck that. That nigga was pulling. Yeah, no, nah, that nigga was huge, boy. That nigga was big as fuck. Hey, I got I got one more question. Then we gonna get out of here for sure. So. Transitioning off of this, but still related to race, when the first time that you remember race being a factor in your life? And that's the last question. For me, I remember <laughs> when I was like three or four, my grandma lived next, like my grandma's next door neighbors was these white people. And then I, I was always playing with the white girl. And my cousins and shit was talking about me because I was playing with a white girl. And I was like, damn, like, what's wrong with it? I didn't understand. It was like an inside joke that I didn't get. And that was the first time, like, damn, like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Bro, that reminds me of this video I just seen the other day, bro. It was a toddler. He was like, he had to be like five or six to understand and explain this shit to the kid, to the, the teacher. So the teacher was asking, like, nigga, what, what did you say? And he was telling the, his, the teacher, like, yeah, uh, I was telling Jamarcus that if you marry a white girl, you gonna go to jail because that's what my cousin did. <laughs> he, 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 was, he was really like explaining that shit to him, bro. And he like you know it's true because ain't no little nigga just gonna come up with some shit like that, bro. He was like, he's like, I was telling him if you marry a white girl or you make her your girlfriend, you gonna end up going to jail. And that shit was like, like the whole room like got quiet. Like nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Who told you that? He was like, no man, that's not what. He's like, that's not true. He was like, it is. <laughs> it is. That shit is crazy, but nah, I think the first time I ever uh, experienced race when I went to Chaminade, like, because I only went to, like, a black and Hispanic school in middle school and elementary school, but, like, most of the teachers there was black or Hispanic, so they weren't really racist. They were just mean as shit, but when I got to Chaminade, boy, them hoes used to treat me like I was broke, like, nigga, like, I was struggling or some shit. I'm like, bitch, my dad is a principal. Like, I'm not... I'm okay. Like, you don't gotta beat me and shit and, like... <laughs> like, like, they was, like, trying to, like, give me free clothes and shit. Like, I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I used to tell my dad, like, I don't know what the fuck they want me to do. Like, nigga, I'm not a fucking... a charity case, bruh. So you said high school? Like, ninth yes, grade? Yes, bruh. It was, like, ninth grade. 
Ninth grade, Damn. Ninth grade bro. They used to I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of on the same boat as Greg because, like, I always knew race existed, but I didn't really experience, like, no issues with race till I got a little older and I just got around, like, different white people. But yeah, like, growing like, up, it was like I was around blacks and Hispanics and then, like, hella, like, whites and Indians and, like, other stuff, like, at school. And, like, it was, so I was, I was in a pretty much, much like a mixed environment. Only things I really knew about racism was just from like learning in school about like Martin Luther King and shit like that. But firsthand, it ain't, it took a while for me to like like experience this shit like affected me firsthand. And it was probably just like a like a teacher or somebody just being green. You could kind of put two and two together, like all right, some off with this, this yeah, person. Bro. But funny thing, bro. They be saying little slick shit too, bro. Yeah, funny thing, bro. This is back when I was like four or five. I used to think my great grandma was white, bro, because she was hella light skinned. <laughs> and one time, she heard like I think she heard me. I think I said that, oh, Granny white in front of like I said in front of my mom and like our cousin or something. They just burst out laughing, and then my Granny found out about it and got mad. And I'm like, what? You talking about the one I met? Yeah, the one you met. So, but then I had to really think about it as I got older. Like, man. She a black woman from South Georgia, born in the nineteen, like born in nineteen thirty. So like, that's like a she different did. level of, of racism, you know what I'm saying? Back then, that she had to, you know, kind of come up in, and now her great grandson thinking she white, like that shit probably pissed her off like real bad. But <laughs> but nigga, that ain't your fault, bro. She should have made that shit clear. It ain't it ain't her ain't fault clear. either. She just light as hell, bro. And it, <laughs> it was it was weird because like. Old pictures of her, she just looked like a regular, like you know, light skinned woman. But I think you know, you get older, you get a little more pale. So she was like the lightest person I knew. So I'm like, yeah, especially you stay in the house forever, you don't really do nothing. You just in the crib. Yeah, Her house man. was dark as hell too when we walked in. Uh, old people be scary as shit, bro. That is crazy. I don't never want to be. Nah, she look, Cal. She'll go outside and sit on the porch and sweep. It's just like, but in general, yes, yeah, she do be in the house like. 90 percent of the niggas talk about go outside on the porch and sweep. Nigga, you better take her ass to the park in Greg. her 90s. Come yeah. on, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go take her four hours to walk. Bro, I'm talking about you, nigga. You could have taken to the park. Oh, what? bro, she is bro. She barely like used to like me to drive her anywhere, bro. <laughs> That's like I may I might have driven her somewhere maybe five times in my whole life, but she'll what just have my bro? mom do it. I don't know. I guess she felt like I don't, I don't like, cause I'm a, I'm grown at this point, but she still see me as a kid, so it's like, I don't know about you drive me, uh, have Tammy take me. Like, Damn, not Chris, you got me thinking. I, I'm not gonna say this was race. I say like when I knew that different ethnicities was was a thing was in elementary. I was like in the third grade, and and I went to an all Haitian school basically. <laughs> so like ten percent, like I would say, it probably was like a good. 10% of the school that was not Haitian and 7% of them was Hispanic and then the other three was me and my siblings. So, <laughs> so like, we would be in class and for some reason we was jits. These zoes, if they said a Haitian food, they would just bust out laughing. So, like, like <laughs> th- th- it would be like, we'd be having a conversation like, what what you eating tonight? And like, I think my mom finna make pork chops. Now you know me. Then we go to them. Oh, I think my mom, mom, she's finna make some uh, bun and pez and some deal. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I just be sitting there like, where is the joke? Like, what the hell? Like, why be relating to that shit, nigga? The boy saying some like, shit that's making fun of you, you don't even know. 
Gri- I know what Grio and Bunnin is. That shit, bro. They just related to that shit. Like they said it. They like, oh, yeah. Like, 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 I'm, like I used to be in class. Like, yeah, like, imagine I, if you was in Tallahassee, bro, and you talking to somebody from the crib. You like, bro, yeah, I'm finna go ahead and have some snappers. Everybody go look up. Like, yeah, yeah, snappers, five foot. That's them boys. <laughs> I, I used to be in class. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Let's change the subject. Let's talk about sports, y'all. <laughs> let's talk about something else but then then I would say race the race situation in the 6th grade like when I, I told y'all about the story about the Chinese girl how she sent me to the office but before that <laughs> when, when, when we first got to middle school I used to be with her all day every day because we because we had the same schedule like from 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 class 1 like from, from 1 to 7 every class we had the same class so I'm walking with her to class we walking everywhere my sister see me, she snitched to my daddy. Then then already off top, when we leaving school, I'm walking out with her. So my dad talking about, yeah, you got a Chinese girl, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got a Chinese guy. He talked to the Chinese little Asian girl. Then my mom's talking Asian girl. Mm. So like like <laughs> just that situation alone. I think that was my first situation really with race. Like, I'm like, what's wrong with me being with oh, I ain't even like her. You know, like she was cute. We just had the same class. So, uh, yeah, that that that's probably my first dealings with race because I still wasn't even around white people like that. It's a, oh no, I'm lying because I definitely and uh when I used to go in summer camp, I definitely knocked the white boy out like three times. Oh <laughs> damn, racist! I was never the one who hit him He was just lame. He was lame. He was lame. Fucking hate He was hating because I was more athletic. That's all I'm saying. Hey, bro, I just thought of something. So this is back in like third or fourth grade. Y'all remember like two square and four square? Yeah. So we used to play that at recess or like well, just we had free time at school. And like at my elementary school, it was a lot of Indians for some reason. So them boys like, I don't know why, bro. It's like them boys would be winning in four square, two square, be like, India. Like they'll just start. I don't know, man. <laughs> right India. before they country, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? We play at two square right now. This ain't the damn Olympics. Damn, I had one more question I was gonna ask, but now I said that was the last one anyway, so we can go ahead and get out of here. Let me play the one mic. It's episode 112, man. It's Loki, it's our longest pod in a minute. We've been on here for a nice little minute for real. Mm-hmm. I said we started roughly 6 30, it's almost 10 9. And I'm and and the, for the topic we ain't talking about, I'm I'm taking Dane over Jimmy. Fun time. And I'm taking uh, I'm yes. taking stay over the end. Yes. And just know, we looking for a new platform because Spotify for podcasters. I don't like how they treating us, man. Well, in my research, oh, it ain't it ain't much out there. If I'm being honest, hey, uh, Spotify, <laughs> please, Spotify, please. Do not take us down. He did not lead it like that. <laughs> we're gonna have to go to we're gonna have to go to Zoom. If I say sir, he did not be like that. Hell no, we go to Zoom. We're gonna do this shit live. We're going straight to YouTube on him. What do this shit live? But we what we'll do numbers if we go live on YouTube. Tatum interview coming sooner than soon. Like man. I'm saying, like, bro, we get we rent out like a studio and do that shit for 
We don't live in the same place. We can do it. Well, nigga, you act like we can't fucking take a vacation or some shit. That's gonna be that was gonna be one episode. <laughs> That's gonna be one episode, Greg. Not, look, it'll be a special content. episode. Look, it'll be a special episode, and we'll figure some shit out look, to we where we like can do about it. Episodes, go on the street, do interviews. Yeah, bro, we could do that shit we like could that. Do a years worth of content in a week. In a fucking week, nigga, we'll be straight. That's what I'm saying. Just just to get that shit rolling. Nigga, we'll fuck around and come across some money or some shit, boy. I'm dropping. DJ sponsor the podcast. I'm telling you, boy, I would quit my job immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, let Barstool come around talking about 135 mil. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Nigga, I'm gone. Uh, how many days you say we got a pod, sir? We oh, on it. God, bitch, we pod. Nigga, I pod eight days a week for 135 <laughs> I promise I'm about to say I pod eight days a week, bro. I swear to God, <laughs> Like, Monday, we do sports. Tuesday, music. Wednesday, gaming. Thursday, news. But, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we'll be out here doing prank shows, nigga. I'll be, what? Nigga, we will be lit, boy. That shit would be crazy. That's some shit we could do for real, nigga. 135 mil. I don't know. No podcast getting that, though. Nigga, uh, what's the name? Million dollars, again? million dollars worth of game. Bar still paying them that much? Yes, boy. They paid him like 170. Jesus. RIP that boy's son, man. Yeah, RIP. Rest in power. This is episode 112. Shout out them boys 112. If any of y'all can name one of the singers from 112, I cash after you a dollar twelve cents. Slim. Slim. Bitch. I got, hurry up. I got it off top. Hurry up. I need my 112. I, I need a uh Apple Pay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. You gotta tell me what Slim's real name. No, no, no. Get the hell out of here, bro. <laughs> that nigga must be from Ohio. I know he the main character. I said, <laughs> I said the main character. The main character. They they best song is anywhere, bro. That's that's the that song with the weird beat. I can love you in the shower. Fuck the body, body, jippy. Uh-huh. That one. That's the one that started down. Yep. Down, down, down. That thing started out weird, but, but I, that boy snapped on now. On the patio, we can make it that you will fuck. I got some songs, though. I ain't gonna fly. On the kitchen floor. All right, who better, them or Jodeci? Jodeci. Jodeci. Not close. Off top. I I you so said Dale, like one twelve or Jack not not Jodeci, Drew Hill or uh one twelve, Drew Hill low key. I feel like Cisco the best singer out of all of them, but I feel like but I feel like one twelve got too many hits. Yeah, I'm gonna say one twelve. I got Drew Hill, man. Boys to men or one twelve? Boys to men. Yeah, boys to men. Boys to men. I totally, totally avoid the bit. Mm, but you might, that's that's a hard one right there, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a hard one. I that's might go it. Tony Tony because I rock with the boy, uh, Ralph. But yeah, I don't know. The boys like that. I fuck with the boys. Heavy. Heavy. Is, the- Is Usher the greatest R&B? 
The greatest. No. Oh. <laughs> the greatest no. male on beat artist. No, nigga. Who better than Usher. Better than Usher? Kim. <laughs> This is episode one. No, 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 no. Let me think. He's got the outrageous level. You got niggas like genuine. You got niggas like genuine. Not better than Usher. You got to go old school to think of somebody better than. Marvin Gaye better than. I you got to say Marvin or somebody. Nigga Chris Brown. Nah, we did the verses. We did the Marvin. We did the Chris Brown versus Usher verses at my aunt's house. It was easily Usher. Ronald Isley. I know y'all uh, gonna hate me. I know y'all gonna hate me. I know y'all gonna hate me. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel us. I'm gonna say Kels. That boy Ryan. Uh, gotta I was get just it. watching. I was just watching Trapped in the <laughs> Closet. Here, I was watching Trapped in the Closet. That boy. <laughs> that boy ended up singing everything. That boy sung. That boy. Legendary was... boy. That boy ahead of his time. Sneaker got love. shot, and that boy said, Oh, <laughs> that boy got shot in the room. He said, Oh, that's not gonna lie. After like the first seven chapters, boy, it he don't even try to rhyme no more. He just right, that shit just go off the rails, bro. It, like, get, it is terrible, bro. I don't even know get a midget involved, a midget shit on himself. You know, it's 33 chapters, bro. I used to watch that shit. Hell, not, hell, no. 